more variety. The city is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other than Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective.
24 minutes past the hour. We see your thing. Counting my blessings. Naming them one by one. Lawyer, keeper, shelter, helper, provider. I will not forget. It's the 31st of March. I will not forget. I will not forget that a year ago today, we began a two-week lockdown. Some didn't survive it. A year ago today, COVID became a major global issue. So many people died. I'm still here. I will not forget. I will not forget. And I also not forget because we've done one fourth of the year. First quarter ends today. And we thank God for the gift of time. Of all the things that He gave us, I think one of the most amazing things He gave us was time. Imagine how life would be without time. We can't even begin to comprehend it. And you know, He didn't give you anything, He gave you time. Is what you invest into time that becomes real in your life. For example, he didn't really give you friends. He gave you time. You invested that time in nurturing relationships. That's how come you have friends. He didn't give you money. He gave you time. You exchange your time to be productive, to work for somebody, or to produce something, and you get money. So time is God's ultimate raw material. That's why lots of serious people, lots of successful people, don't waste it. Time is God's ultimate raw material. What you invest in time multiplies. Everybody has the same amount, 24 hours of Kairos time every day. 52 weeks in a year. What are you doing with it? 12 months. Make your team time conscious. Time is not just money. Time is life. Oh, yes. So business says this morning, be time conscious, be time sensitive. Be time conscious, be time sensitive. Because time is the ultimate raw material. Business has brought to you by ADB with up to 10 different digital banking platforms. We help you save time, make more money, and be more productive. Internet banking, different payment platforms, biometric cards of all types, allowing you to do airtime, top-up, bill payments, fund transfer, mobile money, and more. Call us on 0302-210-210. ADB, truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show. Same great bang. Because the greatest things are born from the smallest of thoughts. Just as your seeds in a rich soil grow to become trees that bear fruits, the Agricultural Development Bank, ADB, helps you sow, invest, nurture, and grow your personal and business plans by serving you with years of banking ingenuity and experience in agribusiness, corporate and commercial banking, consumer finance, e-banking, and many more through our network branches across the country. 
Whatever the culture, whatever the dream, we grow with you. Call us today on 0302-210-210 or visit www.agricbank.com. ADB, truly agric and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Oh, Boga Tanga Girl. Even if you put your love on sale, say your price about Jamie Kwame, Abiana, right. the third person. Atungu, Atungu. What a combination. And go into the future while forgetting the history. I know it's crazy. They show you the money and marry the hurry and even abuse your bravery. They send it to slavery. New survive you brought to us by Total Petroleum Ghana. Thank you for helping us win many awards last year. Our promise is to keep maintaining or to maintain the standard of excellence and quality. Keep choosing Total. We are committed to better energy. And of course, a Fidelity Bank with our 24-7 WhatsApp banking assistance. We help you keep up with your banking needs anytime and anywhere. Get in touch on 0544-315-500. Visit the Apple Store or the Google Play Store to download the Fidelity Mobile app.
Two days to Good Friday. If you haven't donated yet to the Easter Orphan Project, it's something we've done for the past 15 years. All the kids I met there are now teaching in the school. It's a project of a lifetime. It's a project of a lifetime. So there are different approaches. You can decide to give something to somebody every year, do it differently. We decided to stick with one so we can track their growth. It's been an amazing story. One of the most deprived orphanages in the country in some bush near Suhum. And on Easter Monday, we're going there with a lot of things. Please be part of the givers. Now, an orphanage that runs over 200 children. So food is good, rice, beans, all kinds of things. Bring them in bags. Fresh stuff, well, not things you want to discard. And also money. You can send your mobile money donations to this mobile money number. 0550 on Easter Monday some of us will send these things to them and they will be very happy we can't even do a party we used to do parties because of COVID we won't do a party but they will be very very happy to hear from you hand sanitizers disinfectants detergents toiletries and various items of food sugar, milk, beans but very important as well, sending your Momo donation now. 0550-900-006 from all networks. It's Easter Monday, the City Easter Orphan Project. Good morning to Kokui and good morning to Kojo. Good morning, Bernard. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm just grateful that uh, the month of March is ending. Remembering where I was when the president announced the lockdown and how uncertain it was. You know, it was it was such a difficult time, eh? Yeah. You know, I was watching Framer's documentary yesterday, and the lady who spoke to Akantamatu, when she started speaking, I almost crying. You know, she was essentially saying that we've abandoned them at Kantamantu, and they don't have food, when the police are chasing them not to cross the streets. If they even have to go and use the toilet, they have to pay. They don't have soap to wash their clothes. It was so bad, you know. It was and so bad. But we are here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you if you link that interview to what happened exactly a year ago, yeah. When some Kaya here were trying to Can you imagine? Accra Can you to imagine? go home to lock down. And we put them in some truck and we and let the them across and go and all kinds of things. Oh like Lord. We we treated them like they were not human I'm beings. You, the I'm inequality in the system, no. Mm. We need to pay attention to it's it. It's a big, big issue. Yeah. It's a big issue. Anyway, let's start with the headlines, Kokui. All right, the daily graphic. Encouraging competition in AFCFTA, government waives import duties. Mm. Also, NPRA retrieves three point one million Ghana cities from defaulters. Supreme Court maintains a mill in Parliament, and you can get copies of the Mirror, and I've got it here, so we'll see what's oh, on it later. Oh, Mirror is on Wednesday. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving quickly. Yeah, it's All here, right. so we'll, we'll look at what's on the front page of the Mirror. I'm starting from the back page of the Ghanaian Times. I've seen photos from the Wager Tetegu area, and the photos don't look good. Ghana Water Company Limited begins spillage of water from Wager Dam. Says it's not liable for loss of life property. Hmm. Now to the front page, SAR review application. Supreme Court dismisses case against Ameu. President Tekufado advocates partnership between Africa and Europe. NAT, that is the Ghana National Association of Teachers, launches 90th anniversary celebration in Accra. And farmer jailed 10 years for defiling 11-year-old girl. The Daily Guide, Supreme Court throws Chachu out. Ameu affirmed MP 
also man kills wife and deposits body at morgue we saw the story yesterday mm-hmm. maybe today we'll We'll get, delve into it. Bagman defends Asidu and Ketia on board. AG gives IGP one week to report on spousal murders mm-hmm. and court hears kidnappers' phone calls. The finder of ties on the front page. Investors renew confidence in Ghana as $3 billion four-year zero-coupon bond oversubscribed to $6 billion. Angry contractors descend on ECGMD for non-payment of work done. Hospital equipment, surgical and disposable medical supplies in shortage in Ghana, and ratify ILO convention to prevent to protect workers against sexual violence. This is action aid. The informer, as government pleads for citizens to bear with it, McKinsey 1.5 million dollar contract questioned. Also, uh, danger. Human penises shrinking due to pollution. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, caught Spanish investors and says we have the best investment climate. Intolerance. Mahama boy vows to beat up dissenting minds and containing rioting COVID-19. Christian council calls for measured Easter celebrations. Preachers and choristers are to mask up when ministering. The Chronicle. NPP MPs want Rawlings Kofor probe. This is to do with the uh, issue of electoral violence. Ghana secures $3 billion um, eurobond despite COVID-19 pandemic. Central University students living in fear of armed robbery attacks. And PDS ECG contractors go wild over non-payment of executor contracts. The Herald, NDC joins NPP at dining table to endorse Ken Oforiata. Also, GIPC wasting dollars on rent after moving from free office space. National security operatives deployed into marital grudge, causing uh, the court harassing Australian family, and NLA suspends questionable contracts pending composition of new board. The Eurobond is on the front page of the new crusading guide, 3 billion Eurobond issued by the government. Pull down all encroached buildings on Sinai Airport lands. Transport Minister orders Ghana Airport Company Limited. More trouble at Achimangwa, just south. NPP executives forced to sign petition to retain NCE and TB is not a spiritual disease. Oh, in the front page of the mirror, creating jobs in aluminium works, Kande Idrisu rubs shoulders with men, so there's a woman pictured here making a door frame out of aluminium, and write off our rent for 2020. This is from vendors at the Arts Centre. They're appealing to government to intervene to write off their payment of rent for the centre in 2020. The Ghanaian Observer, government eurobond sale oversubscribed amidst COVID-19. NPP MPs want electoral violence since 1993 probed. Supreme Court affirms ruling over SAO and NLA halts contracts pending composition of new board. If you go to the publisher, probe all bloody elections for MPs charge parliament. Mosquito joins parliamentary service board. Ghana issues $3 billion eurobond despite COVID and um, some other stories. Let me take you online, citynewsroom.com, the lead story, so many so, so many stories. Supreme Court 2020 election petition hearing was a complete mistrial, according to Asiedu Nketia. Also, we may reconstitute our parliamentary leadership soon. That's from the yesterday interview with uh, Umaru Sanda on Face to Face. Other stories, we're working to retrieve 2.4 million CD loaned out. This is the Snit boss on the Auditor General's report. Also, provide leadership that will benefit Ghanaians. This is the president to the finance minister. Still on citynewsroom.com, um, we are told that the uh, government declares to 2nd and 5th April as holidays. Adongo breaks rank with minority over approval of Oforiata as finance minister. 
and MPP objection to my parliamentary service board appointment is baseless. This is General Mosquito. If you go to majoronline.com, Parliament approves COVID-19 health recovery levy despite minorities' resistance. Also, we're told, Sal case, Supreme Court dismisses, and Speaker stepped up committee to probe Unibank, YouTube Bank license revocation. Then there's an interesting one here. Thief trapped inside church after robbery attempt goes wrong. I think the Holy Spirit arrested him. If you go to City Business News, 2021 budget didn't give enough attention to fish. This is the Tuna Association. Also, we've taken steps to retrieve money invested in housing projects, according to SNIT Director General. And 15 employers risk prosecution for failure to pay pensions of their workers. Star FM leads with Joe Wise, Chairs Unibank Probe Committee. Adongo, Afenyo, Makin are also other members. Also, send Ghana to government. Bring back luxury vehicle tax for the rich. <laughs> and minorities justification for approving of Riata disappointing. So, something's happening in the minority front in parliament. We need to keep an eye on that. This is Adongo being quoted by Star News. If you go to Ghana News Agency, some of their stories. Christian Health Association provides COVID-19 testing in five regions. GRA to enhance revenue generation in 2021. And government allocates 45 million cities to construct MPs constituency offices. That also set some tongues or wagging. All right, let's get into the details. All right, there's a really good sense of spread uh, in the Daily Graphic news feature on fighting Galamse, and it mm. really just gives a history of the fight against Galamse, Operation Vanguard, etc., the actions that the president took mm. starting from 2017. So if you want an overview of what the Galamse fight has been, since the first term of President Kufuado. Check out the Daily Graphic. Um, it'll take you into detail on what was accomplished by Operation Vanguard and what the current Minister of Lands and Natural Resources, Samala Bujinapur, is mm -hmm. planning to do. Yes. It also gives us some information on how many hectares of land has been degraded and damaged through this. About 2.4 million hectares of our land surface has been degraded through illegal mining. It was estimated that it would cost about $29 billion dollars to reclaim this degraded land and the forest cover of our country has also reduced from 8.8 .8 million hectares before independence to mm. a low of about 1.9 million now cocoa farms are being destroyed water bodies polluted etc so check that out center mm. spread of the Ghanaian uh, uh, daily graphic daily sorry an article by Timothy those of you who want to just have a picture of 2.4 million hectares just see 2.4 million large football fields Hmm. 2.4 million hectares. Yes. How, is, how, how can you have 2 million football fields in Ghana? Oh, we have, how is that we have land. 2 million football fields? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have we have land. land. Oh. We have land. Are you serious? I'm telling you. 2 million football Ghana fields? Ghana is a big country. Not 200, not oh, 2,000. 2 million. That is what has been destroyed. So just 2 million football just fields? Just to break it down into hectares. simple. So if he's saying a hectare... Why is 1 hectare a football field? Anyway, you let's move on. It's approximately. 2 million football fields? We can work with that. Yeah. So, um, wow. since Kokuya started us on the environment, uh, let's go to Wager, mm. where Ghana Water Company has begun spilling water from the Wager Dam. Mm. We've seen photos of what is happening there. Now, it's, the company says it's not liable for loss of life or property. Now, the spillage, which became necessary because of the sudden rise of the level of the dam uh, from 46.2 feet to 48.1 feet within a 24-hour period, started at 6 a.m. yesterday. Hmm. And the manager of Ghana Water Company Limited says that um, affected areas will include Tetego, Blogo, Pambros, Salt, Lower Makati, and it goes on and on. And they are saying that they will not compensate anybody because it is not their responsibility 
to manage the spaces where people build and how people mismanage the spaces. It's the responsibility of the assembly. So the assemblies must ensure All people right. don't build in those areas. President saw in the areas. finance minister yesterday and asked him to make sure the macroeconomic talk translates into better outcomes for people. That story is at least on citynewsroom.com. Now, I'm, I'm giving you that story because there's been some sort of inquest from the minority side on its approval. So let's start with what the president said. The president has charged the finance minister to provide the leadership that is needed to improve the financial standing of Ghanaians or living standards of Ghanaians. According to him, that's the reason Ghana voted him to, re- to retain him as president. Now, he urged Ufriata to introduce measures that will increase the real wage of workers and also bring profits to businesses in the country. All right? So he says, talk of good macroeconomic management, fiscal responsibility in GDP growth has to reflect in that goal if the talk is to be meaningful. Fair enough. Now, let's come to the minority. Adongo breaks rank with minority over approval of finance minister. This is citynewsroom.com still. Deputy ranking member of the finance committee, Isaac Adongo, who is also MP for Bogatanga Central, has broken rank with the minority caucus in parliament over the approval of Kenofrat as finance minister. He says... He has so many doubts about the president's nominee for the ministry. Speaking during the media engagement, the MP insists that his side should have rejected the nomination of Mr. Ferriata. Quote, I have stayed out of the media because of the questions of why we approve Kano Ferriata. I did not want to drag my name in the mud when I did, do not have control over the processes leading to his approval. He, he, put, he can put $100 billion into this room and I'll get him out as finance minister. But that's not my decision, he lamented. Now, then, still on the minority side, uh, Sander interviewed um, General Mosquito on face-to-face yesterday. He says, we may reconstitute our parliamentary leadership soon. So the NDC says it has plans, it says it plans to put in the, eh, says it plans to, in the shortest time, make changes in its leadership in parliament. <laughs> this, the party said, is in line with its practice for every general election. However, the changes have not been made in this current eight parliament due to the NDC's ongoing legal disputes of some parliamentary seats in the election. This is some work in progress. After every election, we reconstitute the leadership of parliament, even if it means reconfirming them. We haven't done that yet because of the court cases. We've started but got to a point and felt we need to finish with the court cases. So it is something we are considering. But there will be a definite statement. I'm sure by the time they return from the break, we would have taken the decision, he said on face-to-face. So keep an eye on that story. All right. Well, since you're speaking about Asidu Nketiah and some parliamentary issues, let's go to the Daily Guide. Bagman defends Asidu Nketiah on board. Mm. The Speaker of Parliament, Alvin Bagman, has defended the appointment of the General Secretary of the Opposition National Democratic Congress, Johnson Asidu Nketiah, to the Parliamentary Service Board. He said Mr. Asidu Nketiah's inclusion on the board was not out of place. According to him, even though Mr. Nketiah holds a political party office, his membership on the board will not amount to any undesired intrusion onto the government of Parliament by or governance of Parliament. Sorry by a political party. Harina Idrisu, who's the minority leader, and Abraham Oseidu, a former NPP MP for Tama West, and Oseiche Mensabunsu, who's the majority leader, were appointed as well to the Parliamentary Service Board by the Speaker, who was acting on the advice of the Advisory Committee of Parliament. There's a final one in Parliament. Joe Wise Chairs Unibank Probe Committee, Adongo Apenyo Markin, others are members. I'm using a Star FM story. Parliament has set up a nine-member committee to investigate the circumstances leading to the revocation of licenses of two of the banks, Unibank and UT Bank. The committee will be chaired by first Deputy Speaker Joe Osewusu, has four members each from each side of the House. Now, so basically the members are Joe Osewusu, Chairperson Alexander Penyo Marking, Joe Gate, Patrick Yaobuama, and Samuel Atachia. These are the MPP guys. NDC, James Klucha, Veggie, Kassel Forsen, Isaac Adongo, and 
Elizabeth Ofusu Ejari. The founder of the Collapse Unibank, Dr. Konadu, for petition Parliament to investigate circumstances leading to the collapse of the bank by the Bank of Ghana. And then in the case of UT as well, they also petitioned. So that's something to keep an eye on. Kojo. Okay, let's go to education. Um, the Chimota issue um, brought education into the news and we've been discussing it for the past couple of weeks. NAT has launched their 90th anniversary celebrations. Mm. That's the Ghana National Association of Teachers. And they are lamenting terrible working conditions. <laughs> Yesterday I heard the president of NAT says the working are very terrible. Yes. Very terrible. That's yes. what they were to use. Yes. So David Battelle's rights for the finder that the Ghana National Association of Teachers says its members continue to serve the country wholeheartedly despite terrible working conditions. Mm. The association cited low salaries, unpaid allowances, and deprived environments as some of the challenges teachers continue to battle. President of NAT, Mrs. Philippa Larson, who outlined the challenges, said the government is doing very little to improve mm. the working conditions of the teacher. Mm. She made this statement yesterday at the 90th anniversary launch of NAT. Yes, and Educhum <laughs> says that um, he's called for a multi-stakeholder collaboration to, be, to bridge the academic performance gap between students in the northern and southern part of the country. Mm. He said this at the launch of the NAT's 90th anniversary. All right. Very quickly, editorial in the Daily Graphic today, pregnancy is not a barrier to education. All right. Again, education in the spotlight here. So uh, the Daily Graphic provided details on a Star Ghana Foundation dialogue mm. on the government's re-entry policy for schoolgirls who become pregnant. All right. It was held in Tamale in the northern region. So the engagement is to reach a consensus among parents, guardians, traditional and local government authorities, educational administrators, etc., mm-hmm. on the issue of readmission of girls who drop out of school due to pregnancy. Remember that we've come a long way because it was unthinkable not too long ago to have education once a schoolgirl got pregnant. All right. She was condemned to a life of illiteracy, but the government has now developed a policy guideline on readmission of schoolgirls who get pregnant. Mm. Now let's go to Sancho Kofi, Apafu, Liquor and Lolobi. Mm. Yes, the Supreme Court has dismissed the case against Amewu. Mm. And Malik Suleimana writes for the Ghanaian Times that the Supreme Court yesterday dismissed a review application mm-hmm. in which the people of Santro Kofi, Apafu, Likwe and Lolobi are challenging the gazetting of John Peter Amewu, member of parliament for Hohoi constituency. Okay. The Apex Court had earlier set aside an order of injunction mm. by the Hohoi Court directed at Mr. Amewu from holding himself out as an MP for Hohoi. Mm. In the ruling that set aside the High Court, high court order, a seven-member panel of judges presided over by Justice Yaapu held that the ruling of the High Court was in the nature of election petition, which can only be entertained. How did I miss the Herald front page? I mean, when we're reading the uh, NDC oh, really? story. About the dining no, at I, the I mean, that's an interesting headline. Can you NDC <laughs> joins what? It joins NVP at dining table to endorse Kenuforiata. So, yeah, All right. The SNIT boss has been reacting to the audit report that's out on a number of state agencies. So we're working to retrieve the 2.4 million CD loaned out. This story says the director general of the SNIT Dr. John of Ritenkrein says issues surrounding loans the scheme granted are cited in the latest audit report have been resolved. In the 2019 Auditor General's report, it emerged that SNIT has, due to ineffective diligence, been unable to recover 2.3 million CDs in loans given to eight related companies as of December last uh, 2018. Some of the loan defaulters are NTAT, STC, and other t- companies. Speaking to City News, Dr. Tenkrein clarified that these outstanding loans in question were not contracted under his tenure, and he also says. The drastic steps have been initiated to see to the full recovery of the loans. There's more on this interview I had with him. I called him up, read the audit report. So many interesting findings, and he tried to address some of them. So we'll hear that interview later today.
Can I take you to PDS and ECG now? What's happening there? Um, three papers have this story on their front page. It's contractors angry over non-payment of executed contracts. Still? Yes. Now it's on page three of the Chronicle. The story says some private electrical contractors are on the neck of the electricity company of Ghana mm. demanding payments for contracts they executed under the now council power distribution service. The contractors are alleging that the power distribution company led by its managing director, Kwame Ajimambudu, was unwilling to pay them for contracts they genuinely executed, dating back to the PDS days. As part of the agitation, the contractors have sent a strongly worded petition to the ECGMD and copied to the Energy Minister, Chief of Staff, Chairman of Parliamentary Select Committee on Energy, the Executive Secretary to the President to push for the payment. They are threatening that if the ECG fails to pay them, they would move to the project site to remove their materials and that could trigger another round of doomso mm. in the country. All right. A couple of connected stories in the Daily Guide. Man kills wife and deposits body at morgue. And also, the Attorney General has given the IGP one week to report on spousal murders. So let's look at what happened. I, yeah, um, I think we brought that story. Yeah, yes, let's get that story. Yeah. Another love relationship in the Volta region ended on a deadly note after a fisherman allegedly beat his wife to death over suspected infidelity. The man, Gali Golu, after the incident, which occurred last Saturday, secretly moved his wife's body to a morgue at Agozume. Residents in the Kitu South Municipality spoke to the Daily Guide. They were asking the police to conduct a thorough investigation into the matter. Mm. Now, in relation to that, the Attorney General has decided to make a priority mm -hmm. investigations into spousal murders. So the new Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Godfrey Yeboadami, has given the Inspector General of Police one week mm. to present a confidential report on the increasing spate of spousal murders in the country. In less than a month, about five yeah. people, mostly women, have been killed by their partners, sparking outrage and demands for intensified campaign against domestic violence. He gave this directive when he met the IGP and some top officers in his office on Monday. He says the spate of domestic violence is coming up again. We need to collaborate to stem the tide, audit all cases, take practical steps to ensure successful prosecution. He also brought up the murder of Ahmed Hussein Swale. Yeah. So he, he met the police and he was yeah. quite clear that he needed updates. Now, could you, I wanted to give you a story from the church. Okay. A thief yeah. had been trapped inside the church after a robbery <laughs> attempt went wrong. Why Sorry, my job. <laughs> a thief identified as a Jasuo was found trapped inside a church building after he attempted to rob it. A Jasuo is said to have broken into the Catholic church at Tichim Mentia in Tano South through a small hole he created with a chisel and hammer. Unbeknown to him, the residents in the area had mounted a watch over the church and alerted the caretaker of the building while waiting to see him go through with his robbery mission. Mm. Hours after the thief was still in the building, unable to escape the same way he entered. It just was seen in a video handing over some of the money he had stolen to residents who had gathered to watch him struggle to come out of the hole. He's seen begging residents who had gathered at the scene of the crime to help him out. This very small hole. I, I don't even think Kojo's head can enter this hole. And the whole human being went through no, this hole. No, my, my head is big. See your head. While some residents obliged and tried to carve out a wider part to pull him out of the hole. Others denied him help, teasingly asking him to come out the same way he went in. After some time, the caretaker of the church opened the door. In his possession was a bag containing phones, a computer, and other items he had stolen while inside the building. He was handed over to the police for prosecution. His mother, who was present during his arrest, was in tears, shocked at the fact that his son was a thief. I know that oh. church building. I've been there before. Oh, Techimentia? Yeah, Techimentia. I've been there before. Charlie! The Holy Ghost arrested him inside the church. Anyway, Tomorrow too. talking about money, um, Ghana has issued a 3 billion euro bond. This mm. is a zero coupon bond. Mm. And um, we are told that it was oversubscribed. Um, and so that is, we are getting some money to run the country. 
All right, thank you, Kukui. Thank you, Kuju. That's all we have time for for the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. <laughs> Charlie Chester. engine oils. With this age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20, it ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness whilst reducing your fuel consumption so it is save money. The Quartz Nation movement too. Mr. Mane, Rogozon, and Bobo, Nyele, all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You did it. Master, Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Two minutes to seven. City business news coming up shortly. Brought to us by MTN. Swap up your credit using MTN mobile money or the My MTN app. This is convenience personified. You can also buy from any vendor at a recommended retail price and get a 100% bonus. Remember to, de- to demand the same value. Now, retailers who do not comply will be sanctioned accordingly. It's super simple and convenient. We're good together. MTN everywhere you go. Going cashless has been made more convenient and exciting. Gold's e-payment system is now compatible with GHLink, which is a national payment platform. You can use your GHLink card on Gold POS machine to buy fuel. The card offers additional payment options for fuel you buy at Gold stations in addition to the Go card. Now imagine getting every fuel that is bought on your behalf recorded automatically in your monthly bank statement. That means you can track your expenses, you can manage your your money better. Use your GH Link card to buy fuel. Go has over 400 stations across Ghana. Go good energy. And of course, the news is brought to us by Stambik Bank. Stambik Bank, it can be. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. <laughs> the, the, the city business news is here. <laughs> Don't no, I want to greet Honorable Aiko this morning. Ocho. Honorable Aiko to Numo Obomode. Obomode Wangabo. From Zozoi. Zozo. To Sakuraja. Hmm. And there's the other one. To Agbado. Agbado. <laughs> to Dede Ashiginsha. <laughs> and then my favorite. <laughs> Vivian Akua Shoshosho. Oh. <laughs> Akua Shoshosho. Hey, Charlie. I lost. We had a deal, though. Don't yeah. No, Charlie, it's good to see you, man. Sure, sure, sure. Akua, sure, sure, sure. What's you know what I'll call you. No, 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 no. no. I lost the Agbado. So let's get into the story. <laughs> Roberta, we'll start with that interview you had with the SNIT boss. And they say they have taken various steps aimed at retrieving the money locked up on various capital investments. Now, this comes after a revelation in the Auditor General's report on some state agencies that SNIT had its $185 million locked up in two housing projects in Accra. Now, its Chief Executive Officer, John Oforitenkra, in an interview with City Business News, explained that some of those investments and loans were granted before he took office, but his office has taken steps, including persuading their loan, pursuing, rather, their loan defaulters. On page 81 of the Auditor General's report, it said that in spite of the provisions of Section 91 of the PFM Act 2016, management of Senate sank a city equivalent of 185 million 250 thousand US dollars in a housing project at Klagon and Sakumono. The project is halted and it is being managed by RSS, a joint venture company belonging to Senate and Regimental Gray. The report further said of the 32 completed housing units, only two had been sold and none of the nine flats completed blocks at Klagon and Sakumono sites had been sold. The report concluded by urging Senate to set up proper ways of looking into projects of the same nature going forward. But John Ofori Tankran in a City Business News interview said it has been difficult to sell the housing units. We've taken some steps in getting some of these monies back. In their report, they talk about uh, RSS and Klagong. That was a joint venture company which SNET had with uh, Regimanual. And they were supposed to develop these building units for sale. The development has gone on. It's uncompleted, but, and some of the building units have been completed. But because of the way the market has become soft, they have not been able to sell it. And SNET had lent into this. In addition to being an equity partner, SNET also lent money the money's into it. So what we've decided to do is that, okay, if you, we said that, look, if you cannot sell these properties, then in order to reduce the indebtedness, we are going to then do a swap where you are going to give us the completed properties in order to amortize the loan. So we went to board and the board approved for us to do an asset swap where we are swapping some of the completed properties to basically pay down the loan. 
That was the Chief Executive Officer of SNET, John Ofori Tenkoi, ending that report filed by Benjamin Aklama. Now, the National Pensions Regulatory Authority has decided to deal with defaulting employers who fail to pay the pensions of their workers. Already 15 employers risk prosecution with their cases currently in court. According to the authority, it has collected in excess of 3 million CDs as of January this year, following final demand notices to a total of 60 employees in July 2020. We have more in this report. The provisions of the National Pensions Act 766 of 2008 mandating employers to register and contribute to the basic scheme SNIS and Tier 2 schemes are not always being complied with, leading to some employees of such establishments being disadvantaged at a period of their lives when they would no longer be able to fend for themselves negating the authorities' mandates. This led to the NPRA's application for prosecutorial powers from the Attorney General in April 2018. Subsequently, they obtained an executive instrument to prosecute defaulting employers on the Tier 2 scheme in July 2018. Since July 2020, the authority has issued final demand notices to 60 employers as a final reminder to make good their indebtedness or be prosecuted. The response to the final demand notices was encouraging, since about 70% of the employers who received the demand notices made good either or their indebtedness and made partial contributions to cover the employees. A few of the employers who did not respond are in court, with the first batch of six employers arraigned on criminal summons since December 2020. CEO of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority, Hayford Atakufi, spoke to City Business News. We have also secured powers to prosecute defaulting uh, employers. And currently, we have 15 employers who are in court at various uh, stages of prosecution. And the aim is to make sure that all the default, all the contributions that they should have paid on behalf of their employees, uh, will take them together with 3% penalty in the court. CEO of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority, Hayford Atakrufi, ending that report by Anita Kisi Miracle. Uh, President Kufuado has told Finance Minister Ken Ofriata to work towards letting the growth of the economy and the macroeconomic stability reflect in the pockets and lives of the citizenry. Nanai Kufuado says, though the government has performed better in the management of the economy, it's about time people see the impact in their livelihoods. The President was speaking at the swearing-in of Ken Ofriata at the Jubilee House. So talk of good macroeconomic management, fiscal responsibility, and GDP growth has to reflect that goal if the talk is to be meaningful. So as you assume your position in government, I urge you to provide leadership that will ensure that the work on which we are embarked benefits the progress of our nation and helps raise the income levels of our people. The Finance Minister Ken Ofriata speaking after his swearing-in promise to give out his best. Mr. President, I assure you that I'll continue to serve with integrity and to protect the public best. We will implement your vision to modernize, transform the economy and build a strong Ghanaian enterprises and businesses. 
Finance Minister Ken Ofeata. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Finance says the continuous show of interest in bonds offered by the country on the international debt capital market is a testament to its hard-won credibility with investors, strong growth prospects, and disciplined fiscal consolidation efforts. Now, the ministry, in a statement issued on March 30, 2021, said the government's four-year zero-coupon bond was twice oversubscribed at its peak, an occurrence, it says, is commendable. Here accepts all the release read by my colleague Benjamin Aklama. Ghana returned to the international debt capital markets as the first sub-Saharan African sovereign to issue in U.S. dollars since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, achieving a record size in excess of three billion U.S. dollars and enhancing its market access through the use of a four-year zero-coupon tranche, which is an innovative market-oriented solution to address post-COVID-19 challenges and improve the cash flow required for debt servicing. The country's consistent ability to raise multi-billion dollar financing and this pioneering use of a four-year zero tranche is a testament to its hard-won credibility with investors, strong growth prospects and disciplined fiscal consolidation efforts in 2020. The issuance was two times oversubscribed at its peak, commendable amid a global pandemic. Ghana is the first emerging market sovereign to add a zero-coupon bullet tranche to its bond financing portfolio. This is significant as it enables the government to create fiscal space to build the economy back better. Benjamin Aklama with that statement. Let's find out how the city is performing this morning. Let's go to the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves. The dollar is selling at 5 CD 73 pesos, recording no price change. The British pound lost 4 pesos, now at 7 CDs 87 pesos. The euro lost 3 pesos as well, is selling at 6 CD 72 pesos. Chinese yuan lost 1 peso, now at 87 pesos. South African rand stayed at 38 pesos. Be guided that these figures will be much higher at a forex bureau near you. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part two of the topic questions to ask to understand your investing personality. Your investing personality is important in deciding where to invest your money. There are four questions to ask yourself to determine this personality. The first three are how much risk can you tolerate? How much do you expect to make on your investments? And how long do you plan to invest for? The final question is, do you need quick access to your money? Liquidity is a way to describe how easy it is to get your money back from an investment. Cash and bank accounts are very liquid. You can usually get your money right away and get it easily, but the returns are low. Fixed income funds, M-Fund is one example, offers you access to your money typically within one working day while giving a higher return than the traditional savings accounts. Investments that are less liquid may offer a higher potential return but may also come with more risk. Get to know your investing personality and invest according to it. Invest wisely. Julian Hammer of Data Bank. That's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN, Stambik Bank and Goyle and also powered by citybusinessnews.com. The business news team returns at 1 o'clock with more business news updates. My name is Vivian Kai Loco. Do have a good business day. Hey, bro, I
feel your ride. It's so smooth. <laughs> you know, this vehicle runs on Gold Super XP Run 95, loaded with additives. Expensive, right? Not at all. Gold Super XP Run 95 is of higher grade, but sold at the same price as the regular fuel. Unbelievable. <laughs> it is designed to bend slowly, improves fuel economy, mm. keeps engines clean from carbon deposits, and gives less vibration. All that at the same price as regular fuel? Absolutely. Remember, there's also additivated diesel XP to make the offer complete. No driver needs to pay more for any higher grade fuel. Goil, good energy. You've worked hard for your money, and that is why we are constantly creating more secure and innovative ways for you to keep your money safe everywhere you go. Experience a safer and more secure way to do all your transactions with MPN Mobile. Present your national ID, voter's ID, NHIS card, passport, driver's license, or your SNIT ID card whenever you visit any mobile agent's point. Keep your transactions safe and secure everywhere you go because we are good together. Remember to present any of these valid national ID cards for all your mobile transactions at agent Point beginning from Friday, 2nd April 2021, everywhere you go. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. And watch out for the play of some of our interviews on Heritage Mass. Some very exciting interviews coming up later today. Nadunu Amatefio, who's a former mayor of Akai and an architect, will be talking about the architectural evolution of Accra. That's on the radio at 9.30. And also on television, City TV. Also coming up in the course of the week and over the Easter period, our conversation with Amakaya Matifu as well. Now, if you missed my interview with the former Attorney General, the Honorable J. Aikwe Otu, you should go to YouTube or CityTube and look for that interview. It's, it's, it's one to keep. Trust me. This was his uh, walk through the role of gas in national development. Some very interesting people. The Bannermans, the Hayward Mills, the Olenus, the Arches, the Griffiths Randolphs, the Quists, with their very interesting nicknames. <laughs> oh Lord. A lawyer known as Sakbraja. Sakbraja. <laughs> and another one called Zozoy. These days we are not enjoying life, crowd. No, you see, those days when you went to secondary school, they will give you some. Your seniors will force a nickname on you. A whole lawyer called Agbado. Yeah, that's where they get this. Yeah. Agbado. Oh, and then my favorite, Akua Shoshosho. Akua Shoshosho. And they did Ashiginsha. Hey, Charlie. No, that, Charlie, you have to get the interview. He said that Sakurajano, he used to be a footballer, and he was so skillful. Charlie. And later he became a lawyer. So when he appears in court, Sakurajano. Charlie, these days are lawyers, they are too book long. They should go and look for Zozo. You, you show them a thing or two. <laughs> and Akua Shoshosho. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. 
if you have a better nickname than Sakuraja, please let me know because that's for that name, Charlie. I will give it to somebody very soon. Kickoff is next brought to us by Leshego. We'll help you get a new fridge and a new AC. This is a energy saving or energy efficient fridge. That saves you both energy and money. We have the Echo Fridges. We have Whirlpool, Lloyd and Carrier Air, air Conditioners and Fridges. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have great payment plans. You can pay in the summers up to 12 months. Yeah. No interest charge. Call us on 0302-208-333. Let's talk about Echo Fridges. It's brought to you by Leshego. Let's improve lives. Se- segment is also brought to us by Betika. The best sports book in Africa is now live in Ghana. Play with us and enjoy the highest boosted odds. We have the Fabum Betty and also our Fala jackpot with 50 CDs. You can win up to a thousand CDs. Sign up on betica.com.gh. Enjoy our fun virtuals and casino games. Betica, play with the champions. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Benjamin Nkitia. Oh, oh, your nickname is again to school. No, now and let's not go there. Oh, you got me. No, let's not go there. Let's get to the headlines. <laughs> and let's get to the headlines. Ghana's Baba Rahman opens up on his injury struggles and his desire to return to the top. France and Real Madrid's Karim Benzema to stand trial over alleged blackmail. And 12-time world champion Manny Pacquiao set for a return to the boxing ring at age 42. <laughs> Let's get to the details in Ghana and PAOK defender Babaraman has revealed that he considered quitting football following a persistent battle with injuries. Rahman suffered major damage to his knee ligaments while playing for Ghana at AFCON 2017, a situation which exposed him to more injuries and limited his playing time. Currently on loan in Greece from Chelsea, he has hit the ground running at his new club with one goal in five appearances. Um, yes, that was um, 2019. Yeah, I just wanted to stop. Wow. Yeah, when I first heard like the, the news about my injury, and um, I think that was the, <laughs> that was the first time I <laughs> I slept like early in my life. Like normally, I take time when I go to bed, and when I first heard the news, I think I pass out in the, the next five minutes. And uh, I just wanted to call it quick, but after waking up, making some calls and um, taking some some considerations, I I felt um, I still had a chance and uh, I could still be on the pitch doing what I love. Now, Babaraman says that he still is hopeful of making it back to the Chelsea first team squad and featuring for them uh, in future. Now, Raman has not played for the Chelsea first team squad since 2016. If they don't have confidence in you, then um, it's obvious they're, they're gonna like throw you up, throw you out, or just like let you go for free. But um, I think they still they still believe in me, and um, this is the reason. Um, that's my dream, and um, yeah, I'm just um, trying to get myself together to to work even harder, and um, even if not get back to Chelsea, but. Uh, get back to 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 myself and then um, just keep doing what uh, what, what I love 
So you had PAOK and Ghana defender Barbara Man speaking there. Let's get to the Black Stars proper and CK Akono as head coach. He has revealed that he is going to be measured in bringing in new players as the 2022 World Cup qualifiers and also Afghan Nations tournament approaches. Ghana completed qualification to the 2022 Afghan in Cameroon after beating Saotome by three goals to one over the weekend. Akono says all focus now shifts towards preparations for the World Cup qualifiers which begin in June, seven months before the AFCON. After I got a job, I've had chances of trying a lot of players. Today was probably exceptional. We've had the chance of also giving the locals a chance to prove themselves, and I think, uh, in all fairness, they've done well. Uh, from now onwards, it's not about trying again. Uh, we're not going to be picking players from somewhere, and unless there's something dramatic that we need to do that. Uh, the chunk of players that we have, I think, is to say that we can work hard with them and try and change the attitude of the team, have a better philosophy and move forward. We were in the position of already qualifying, so we had a chance to try some of the guys, new guys. And of course, don't forget, before the Afghan, there's a qualifier, World Cup person, so the provision starts from today. And, and we'll keep working, keep working and believe in, in things we do, believe in the players we have, the qualities and everything. And by the end of the day, we'll all be happy. Siki Akono is head coach of the Black Stars of Ghana. Let's get to some Ghana Premier League news. And the GFA has confirmed that Asante Kotoko and Inter-Allies Football Club will play their home matches at new venues in the second round of the league season. The GFA says the two teams filed their request after the end of the first round of the season, but the association did not state why the clubs had taken the line of action. Kotoko will now play their home matches at the Lenclay Stadium in Obuase and share the ground with Ashgold while Interallies will play their matches at the Theatre of Dreams in Deu and also share grounds with Dreams Football Club. The GFA has however informed the two clubs that any subsequent request to relocate within the course of the second round of the season will not be entertained. The second round of the Ghana Premier League kicks off on the 2nd of April 2021. Uh, let's get to some transfer news now. An Algerian club MC Alger have announced the signing of Joseph Esau on a three-year contract. Esau recently joined Dreams FC form Accra Hearts of Folk in August last year following the expiration of his contract. Now he becomes the third Ghana Premier League player to make a move to Algeria following Daniel Lomote's move and also Kwame Poko in recent times. Now Aso has been outstanding this season, finding the back of the net 10 times in 16 appearances for Dreams FC. Let's get to some foreign news now. And Real Madrid striker Karim Benzema will face trial in October for his alleged involvement in blackmailing former France teammate Matthew Valbuena over a sex tape. Now Benzema will stand trial on the charge of complicity in attempted blackmail. He denies any wrongdoing. The 33-year-old is suspected of pressuring Valbuena in 2015 to pay blackmailers who threatened to reveal an intimate video in which the latter featured. Benzema has been banned from the national team since November 2015 because of his suspected involvement in the scandal despite uh, consistent appearances for Real Madrid. Let's get to the Premier League. A Man City forward Gabriel Jesus has labelled Sergio Aguero as the greatest player in the club's history. Now, yesterday, Aguero announced that he will be leaving Manchester City at the end of the season when his contract expires. Uh, Jesus believes he will learn to become a proper striker like Aguero, who is the club's all-time goal scorer with 257 goals.
Kun here, uh, who is for Behava Kun here, uh, who is for me the, the best player in in history of the club. So we can learn a little bit, but he's more probably a striker than me. He scored more than me, you know. Uh, he go to uh, to the pitch and he score. It's like uh, he go there and score. He's more, more striker than me, I can say that, because I work with him uh, every day and I play a lot with him. You know, when we play together, I score one, he scored two. I scored two, he scored three. So uh, you can say that. But I think I'm going to learn a lot in this uh, time, this next years. you know, to become like a properly striker. He had Manchester City's Gabriel Jesus speaking there. Let's do some boxing. And Manny Pacquiao is in discussions to return to the boxing ring after an absence of nearly two years to fight WBO welterweight champion Terence Crawford on the 5th of June. The 42-year-old will be facing ESPN's number one pound-for-pound boxer in a pay-per-view bout in Abu Dhabi. Now, in his most recent fight in July 2019, Pacquiao defeated Keith Herman to win the WBA welterweight title, making him a 12-time world champion. The 33-year-old Crawford, who was the undisputed junior welterweight champion before moving up in division uh, last fought in November, knocking out Kel Brook. Now, it was Crawford's eighth straight stoppage victory. So, Manny Pacquiao could be back in the ring earlier than anybody expected and out of retirement. Let's finish off with some basketball. The NBA had some good games yesterday. The Hornets beating the Wizards at home and then also the Nuggets um, beating the 76ers 104-295. The Suns continue to be impressive winning at home against the Atlanta Hawks and then the Clippers were shocked at the Staples Center losing to the Orlando Magic 103-96 is how that game ended and that's how for this morning's edition of kickoff my name is Benjamin Inketia kickoff was brought to us by Betika and Lechego the small sports at citysportsonline.com <laughs> We deliver on our promise, cause we are number one. Let's go, we improve your life. Even when you're stuck with nothing, no matter your situation. champions and monetize your shouts with Betika because Betika means more Sika for you. Betika gives you more options to win on casino and virtuals every day. I mean every day fun of Fala with just 50 pesos you can win 1,000 Ghana cities in our Fala daily jackpot. Enjoy 100% of your first deposit amount as bonus on betika.com.gh. Boosted odds, yazo, and you can create your own winning combinations with Fabum Bete. It doesn't get any better than this. Betika means more Sika, so Betinedisika. Play with the champions on betika.com.gh This advert has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly. Gaming can be addictive. Not for persons below 18 years. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The numbers have finally turned into names. Names of people we know. Names of people we love. Coronavirus is ravaging our country and taking the lives of our loved ones. But if we do the right thing, we can help stop the spread. Wash and sanitize your hands regularly and most importantly, wear a nose mask every time you step out of your house. Masks save lives. However, if you start experiencing COVID-19 symptoms, get tested. And if you're positive, don't self-medicate. Visit the nearest health center immediately. If you love your life, protect it. Wear your mask. Wear it for your wife, for your husband, your kids. Wear it for mama. Wear it for daddy. Wear it for you. Do the right thing. Wear a mask. This message is brought to you by the Ministry of Health, the Ministry of Information, the Ghana Health Service, and our donor partners. As an executive, every transaction needs to be swift and convenient. Kindly enter your PIN to authorize the transaction, sir. Here's your purchase, sir. Thank you. I travel light with Zenith Bank. It's faster. It's smarter. I appreciate the little things. Whether I'm topping up airtime, paying for pizza, or my DSTV subscription, I live light with Zenith Bank. It's faster. It's smarter. Whether you're buying, selling, on the move, or just going through life, Zenith Bank's vast array of digital banking products and services such as payment cards, POS terminals, the bank's mobile banking application, Z-Mobile, and many more help you carry out your transactions faster and smarter. Go light with Zenith Bank. It's faster. It's smarter. Zenith Bank, in your best interest. Have you heard of Eden Heights? A luxury-gated residential development located in the heart of Accra West, just behind West Hills Mall? It's Accra's best-kept secret. A master-planned community of modern-style apartments and penthouses bearing the superior seal of grade A finishing. Eden Heights promises residents convenience, security, and comfort. For an all-inclusive and self-contained living experience, Eden Heights is your best choice. You are guaranteed a wide variety of social and recreational conveniences right at your doorstep, including open green spaces, soccer pitch, swimming pool, tennis court, fitness center, playgrounds, and entertainment facilities. Reserve your luxury apartment on our limited promotional offer with just 25,000 CDs. Call 050-1531444 for more information and to book a viewing. Terms and conditions apply. Eden Heights, welcome home. One expect huge wins from high odds and all the way with the fastest payout. Take more of our winning advantages from your deserving bets on all sports. Visit our website, onexbet.com.g. Use promo code 1XRADIO and get up to 200% bonus on your first deposit. One expect bet for everything. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. What would you do with 50 gigabytes free data? Would you binge watch TV all day? Would you download FIFA 21? How about downloading your entire coursework? 
or you do all at the same time. See, Surfline has a way of giving you value like no one does. 50 gigabytes free data when you get yourself a Surfline device. Now that's a sledgehammer. Don't miss out on anything. Get yourself a Surfline device today from any Surfline shop and get 50 gigabytes free data to do all you ever wanted on Ghana's only true 4G LTE network. Surfline, it's about time. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Birthday greetings to Wilfred Andrews Kwamina at Japan Boating City Land Nursery. Happy third birthday coming from that John Blaze, Mami Nanikia, Ajua Dakua, Mami Isi, and the entire family. And to David Selom, I call cheers to an amazing brother and friend. Just remember, you are not uh, another year older. Another year better from your mom, Leon Hertz and Nakosombo Bikers. Another one coming in. The day you were born forever changed my life. You taught me more about myself than I ever thought possible. You've taught me patience, selflessness, and unconditional love. Just loving you has shown me what it means to be loved by God for His um, love knows no bounds. Yolanda, growing up is bittersweet and I'll always be there for you. I'm proud of who you are and what you're becoming. Welcome to Double Digit. Happy 10th birthday with love from Mama Bear Yvonne. Do Tamaklo to Yolanda. Yolanda Do Tamaklo. Also known as Yo Yo. Yo Yo. Yo Yo at 10. <laughs> Yo Charlie. When she was 6 years old, she, she quizzed me, eh? 
Because you know you have to do science and do this. I'm going to Charlie, yo yo. And at ten, I I I see her growing up to be an awesome, awesome human who will touch humanity with with her wonderful brains and a kind heart and everything, everything, everything. Yo yo, happy birthday. Another one coming through today, Selikem Delasi Kokudo Kumanoi's 11th birthday. On a special day, we pray that God will perfect that which concerns him. May he be a positive influence among his peers. Happy birthday, boy! From mommy, daddy, your siblings, aunties, uncles, and grandmas. Selikem Delasi Koku. Yeah, Koku, that's my nephew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Selikem Delasi Kokudo Kumanoi. Yeah, proud of the I'm taking ownership of all. <laughs> oh, there are so many of them. My family, most of them are kokus. My other sister has two kokus. Ah. Oh, koku and koku church. When they think about me, no, they are dropping Wednesday bones. Koku and koku church. Yeah, koku and koku is more bro. Yeah, so Selassie, Selikem, happy birthday to you. So, yes, koku Okay, we say yeah, like koku. My, I have two brothers who are koku actually. So both, you, in fact, both of my brothers are Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so you could koku could also be because your dad is koku. So no, no, my dad, no, my my. So the two brothers, my older brother is koku, then the younger one is kokuvi. Yes, so it's either kokuvi or kokuche. Both both oh, work. Okay. Because it's che is eche le, le younger. Yeah. So okay. younger koku. A few more birthdays coming through. Happy birthday in advance to Amelie Vanderpoy. You work with the local governance. Uh, is it local governance institute or what's it? Even yes, there's, there's an institute like that. No, there's no, there's no, 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 local government service. Local government service. So it's like the yeah, local government service. Yeah. Amelie, happy birthday to you in advance. April Fool's Day. That's the same day that. Um, Apiokos birthday drops on the scene. I want to wish Obiniwa Oedu of Kwehuman, sorry, Obiniwa Obiniwa Oedu Kwehuman this year. She's four years old today from her mother. Wow. Maina Otu. Maina Otu. Obiniwa Oedu, you're four years old today. Happy birthday to you. And a belated happy birthday to. Vida, uh, Juliana Nim, sorry, Juliana Nim, from your husband, Michael Mensa. Uh, yesterday was your birthday. He sent us a message the previous day, but mm. forgive me, we, we missed it. It's, it's from your children as well, Jeremy, Jason, and Trixie. And today is your 40th, Reggie. Reginald, happy fortieth mm. from Richard Toku, from mm. from all the boys and from myself as well. Happy birthday. Happy fortieth birthday to Chinebua of the Association of Savings and Loans. Yeah. You, you really came to light during the financial crisis with your lucid explanations. So we call him Tiki. Tiki. We interviewed him on the business desk many, many times. He's called um, Chinebua Kudia. He's one of the spokespersons or the, if you like, the spokesperson of the Association of Savings and Loans and Finance Houses. He's 40 years old today. And he's a big man. Tiki, happy birthday to you. Okay. 
I'm just looking at a lot of people celebrating their birthdays today. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but there was one I missed yesterday that okay. I'd like to mention. Selikem Akola Chapalu. Oh, Selikem was Selikem's celebrating her birthday yesterday. Was, oh, actually, it was the 29th, but I, okay. I, I should have wished her. So That was Monday. Selikem, yes, mm. sorry, belated happy birthday to you. So that's Marian Akolache's sister. Yes. Selikem yes. is a media practice now as well. Yeah. yeah. Now she's doing her own thing. She's written a book. Her brother was so. with me in secondary school. Oh. Yeah. A few more birthday requests coming in. Kindly wish my darling wife Esther Irabna Tasuntia happy birthday for me. Mm -hmm. You've been an amazing partner, Mrs. Tasuntia, and on this day of your birth, I pray that God will continue to make you fruitful and perfect all your ways. It's from Akila, Kion, and myself. We love and we appreciate you. Well, since we are still with the birthdays, good morning, Mr. Avle. Please, I want you to wish my husband, Mr. Chinibua Kudiabuachi, a happy birthday. From all the family, Christabel Chinibua Kudia, Aseda, Ayeyi. Charlie's kids' names are like praise songs, too. Inkunim and Ishira. Charlie is serious, too. From Asida Ayeyin Kunim and Shira, your love and care has been great. May God bless you, give you long life. So, TK, your wife has also joined the frail. Charlie, so Mrs. TK, you have to spoil everywhere. Spoil everywhere. Another one coming in to Prince Kwesi Danso, a.k.a. Eh? Kapuri. Or is it Akapuri? I don't even understand. Prince Kwesi Danso, a.k.a. Kapuri. Is that his name or is it? I don't even get it. <laughs> CEO at uh, Prince Collections, Pokwasi, from your sister Benedicta Ofosua, Procurement and Supply Chain Manager at Information Ministry. <laughs> Charlie, Procurement Manager at Information Ministry. Anything <laughs> you? Procurement Manager. Pokwadiye. Procurement Law. You... Information means we think that the procurers have. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so this is to praise Christy Dansu, aka Kapuri or Akapori. This is from your sister Benedicta Ufusua, procurement supply chain manager at Ministry of Information. Alright, today what, what do I want to do today? So for the past few days, media has been reporting from different audit reports. So we've had something about the technical universities, district assemblies, SNIT. So what I want to do is I want Nathan. Nathan's been looking at these audit reports. Okay, he's been looking at So we want to just understand what who is doing the auditing. What are they auditing? What are they looking at? What can we see? Because they've sent the reports to parliament. And of course, because we are media, we report some things that are interesting. So we pick today, we pick something. So I want him to go through what the reports are really finding. And then we'll see if we can get some responses to the, these audits. So that's what I wanted to do today. I, I want us to do some auditing work on the show today. But I also want you to send me money. Yes, I, I in fact, the whole of tomorrow I'll be collecting money. But I, I beg you today to help me. Since 2006, I think, or 2005, not sure now, we've been supporting this orphanage. That, I mean, the first day we went there, I actually thought <laughs> they were going to sacrifice me <laughs> because we were never reaching. <laughs> We go, uh, we know the reach. Yeah, and that's the place also. I said, ah, 
how does a person stay here? It's like you drive to Zoom, you drive, ah, then you get to some side, then you get into some bush, then you start going. You go, 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 then you get into the middle of the forest. Then there's a, some small buildings there, then that's the orphanage. So, started, put up some structures. Now it's, it's, it's a big place. It's, it's not that big, but you can tell that it's a livable place, okay? But the kids are in, increasing every day and we want to support them. We've been supporting them for the past few years. So, what I wanted to just do was to let you know that we need your help. And uh, I have actually a nice report on this out air for you, maybe tomorrow. But I'm just saying that prepare yourself for this Easter Monday orphanage project. One bag of rice or two. Or you can even bring a whole truck. Just come and dump the rice here. You will just go and send it to them, you know, and other food items. In the days of COVID, we need hand sanitizers, disinfectants, face masks. But we also need money, money, money. So you can send in money either as an organization or a person. 0550-900-006. That's the uh, number. 0550-900-006. That's our Momo number. City FM Foundation to support the Easter Orphan Project. Aging Award Mills, popularly known as Agbado. Agbado is a, is a legend. He was a leading lawyer, and when it comes to criminal mm. practice, you know, many. So, can we say Agbado in Christ, named after him? He is the father of another Agbado called N.N. Award Mills, if you've heard that name. N.N. Award Mills, with a popular nickname Azozoi, was also a horseholder. Us owner. They are still there. Most of them went into the legal field. So and they are private legal practice. Cousins. Private oh, yeah. They, they, they are nephews. They are grandchildren. They are all there. They, and the Iwad Millses are still there. A.K. Okai, also known as Atokwa Okai or Sakuraja. <laughs> Where do you get your <laughs> nickname from? Are these nicknames in common? Yeah, really. Some of them. You know, became so popular that they were. I I was trying to say I was a footballer. So between Agbado, Azozoi, and Sakuraja, which one do you like? Sakuraja. And the way he said it too. Sounds like a juju man's name. He said he was, he, he was a footballer. I'm sure, I'm sure he must have dazzled so much hey, through the club. He said he was <laughs> invisible on the park. <laughs> that's why, I'm like, so that's why he'll get he just appeared on the park. You know, I will go home. <laughs> but I mean, I like Azozo. <laughs> it reminds me of my senior being preserved called Zozo. 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 Yeah. But Azozo. These are leading horse yeah. owners and lawyers. So. Mm. Then you see, yeah, you generally you know to give yourself a nickname. <laughs> A whole lawyer is called Azozoi. And to the extent that they even have names of places named after them. These were the movers and shakers of the deal. But of course, my favorite. Akua Shoshosho. Akua Shoshosho. Who was that? Hey! Akua Shoshosho. She was some politician that they were going to tease. She was in the Accra side. Akua Shoshosho. And they did Ashigisha. Oh, Lord. Who was on our 50 peso coin? Yeah, Dede Ashigisha, she was a huge backer of the city. Dede Ashigisha, also known as Ashigisha. <laughs> Too good. Happy birthday to Lili Ban Niaku. 
Oh, Charlie, you chop your husband's birthday on Saturday, not knowing your own was three days after. <laughs> Charlie. If I read the message, pa, that Lily sent for her husband <laughs> on her birthday, pa. Lily, now you be sure why are they? You don't worry. <laughs> Dr. Kwame Banu Aku's wife. Happy birthday to you as well. Comments on the show brought to you by Echo Bank Pay GHQR. You can even use Echo Bank Pay GHQR to send us the money. The money we are collecting. No? Ask your banker to explain how it works. But it's actually <coughs> easy to make contactless payments from anywhere, whether in-store or online, from any bank account or any bank card or mobile money wallet. So Echo Bank Pay GHQR. Call 0800-003-225. 0800-008-003-225 You can also call 0302-213-999 So we'll talk about audit reports They audited the various digital assemblies Audited the technical universities Nathan, who else have they been auditing? They also audited um, public boards, corporations and other statutory institutions. And all this is for 2019? Yes, for the wow. year ending December so 31. 1,000 pages. Yeah, it's... Um, so the, the the report on the public boards, that's 1,134 pages. Hey! And, um, 1,134 yes, pages? Yes, so there are several boards, several boards, several boards. And then the district assembly one? That's about, that's 260 pages. And then there's a third and one? And then the third one, which is on the technical universities, which is 241 pages. So almost 1,700 <laughs> yeah. pages. Yeah, almost 1,700. So, so there are three different documents? Yeah, three different documents. So tell me about the first one, the district assemblies one. Well, yes, yeah, so the district assemblies one, like we said, it, it covers uh, the period ending December 31. Mm-hmm. Now, if you... So the report largely covers irregularities, mm. irregularities, things that did not go too well in terms of the work of the district assembly. So if you look at the summary of irregularities, year on year, you can say that 2019 was a better year than um, 2018. So in 2019, the total of all irregular, the irregularities cover certain headings. So there were cash irregularities, procurement irregularities, contract irregularities, irregularities related to statutory tax and deduction, and payroll irregularities. Okay. Now, if you sum all of that up, mm-hmm. year on year, 2019, for example, mm-hmm. the total was about 19.5 million. Okay. In 2018, it was 29.7 million. So it's come down. Yes. For the district assembly. Yes. In 2017, it was 12.2 million. So it went up sharply in 2018. Yes. 2016's number is crazy. How much? 72.8 million CDs. Okay, so the, the, the figures are reducing. Yes. So you are, you are, we are working backwards. Yes, and, and then 2015, alarming, okay. <laughs> 2015 was 30 million. So this is for what type of irregularity? The, the entire bunch. Okay. Cash, procurement, for tax, assemblies. contract, and period. So an average of 20 million CDs. Yes. Talk about the technical universities. What were the key things you saw there? Um, for the uh, technical universities, they are, um, again, they are... Bit also had to do with the same body, the same themes, contracts, mm-hmm. payroll, mm-hmm. procurement. Now, for them, the, the ones that will jump at you mm-hmm. is, uh, are the procurement um, breaches or the procurement irregularities. Mm-hmm. Now, so you start from the uh, 2016 and work okay, your way to 2019 okay, I, I will, instead I will. of the other, the other way around. Uh-huh. I, will, I will get that for you. So these are procurement breaches? Yes. So, so if you look at the irregularities between 2015 in 2019. So let's start from 2015 mm-hmm. and then we can build our way forward. Everything in total was 27.4 million. 
in terms of amount of money mismanaged. Yes, so that's for all the irregularities all right. together. Mm-hmm. In 2016, it moved up to 57.6 million. Ghana cities. Ghana cities. Uh-huh. And then in the next year, which was 2017, mm-hmm. it moved up to 92.7 million CDs. It's getting worse. And then in 2018, it moved up again to 98.8 million CDs. Hey. And then it did an almost 100% jump to, to 170.6 million CDs. Something is not right. Yes. So every year, the Tinker Investors are... Yes. Reporting larger figures. Yeah, larger figures overall. So you are, you are saying there's irregularity, procurement breaches. I just wanted to know the characterizations okay. of these things. What okay. are they called? So like I said, so you have, so for example, for the technical universities, mm-hmm. you had, these are the types of irregularities. Outstanding debtors, loans, and recoverable charges. Mm-hmm. Two, cash irregularity. Mm-hmm. Three, payroll irregularity. Mm-hmm. Four, procurement irregularities. Mm-hmm. Five, Tax irregularities. Okay. And then you had stores irregularities mm. and contract irregularities. And when you put all of the money together, that's what you get. Yes, that's so what. So for, for the technical investors, has been growing quite seriously. Yes, it In 2015, what was the figure again? 27.4 million. And 2019, 170.6 million. Something obviously <laughs> wrong there. Okay, now let's come to the government board. I think we focus on SNIT. Yes, yes. So for the you thousand pages there, you don't have time to read all. So if you go through SNIT's. Um, issues mm-hmm. you found a number of things so i mean we've been talking about snake so largely their issues had to deal with monies they had given out but had not recovered mm-hmm. or had not collected mm-hmm. they were either slow in collecting or they hadn't done anything at all mm-hmm. and there's also something which is also standing on one side investment into a certain housing project which really did not help matters mm-hmm. so for example if you go through the report on SNIT or the part on SNIT, the very first thing which jumps at you is that the controller and accountant general's department, hmm. as of 31st December 2018, had paid only 1.7 million CDs out of a total of about 2.49 million. So 2.49 million was what they had to give to SNIT hmm. in terms of SNIT contributions. And they had defaulted. They had defaulted to wow. an amount of... Uh, they had defaulted so this, an is, amount. this is somebody doing wrong against them. Yes. One point controller is supposed to pay a certain yes, amount and he yes. hasn't paid. 1.264 uh, million. But the Auditor General's issue really was that SNIT did not charge the default penalty of 3% on the delayed contribution. I asked the Director General of SNIT to explain that in the interview that I had with yes. him and I'll play that shortly. Yes. And then the other bit was that they, so the same issue had to do with nine, 21, um, nine agent banks who did not remit to SNIT 26.3 million mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of contributions. And so the Auditor General was saying that SNIT had to work hard to get that as well. Mm-hmm. The other bit too had to do with recovery of rent arrears. Okay. Now, 114 tenants had vacated SNIT commercial properties during the period under review. Mm-hmm. Now, but SNIT, through Broad Ghana, as well as the property managers, they did not recover an amount of 5.5 million CDs. Okay. So that was wow. also outstanding. And they want SNIT to look at that as well. They also mentioned uh, that SNIT, like I said, had given money to some people. So, King University College, Mm -hmm. Get Fund, and NTHC. And they hadn't finished recovering. They hadn't finished recovering. For example, for King University College, there was an outstanding amount of 8.7 million CDs. Mm. Now, the bond tenure ended in November 2016. 
The payment has not been finished. The payment has not been finished. And then they speak about the housing project at Klagon and Sakumono. Mm. Now, according to the Auditor General's report, SNIT sank a CD equivalent of $185.25 million. Mm. Wow. Now, the project is halted. It's currently being managed by RSS. Now, RSS is a joint venture between SNIT and Reggie Manuel Gray. SNIT mm. has 60%. Reggie Manuel Gray has 40 wow. Now, the project has stalled. And if you dig further into the report, the Auditor General says they visited the site. Mm. Now, out of the 32 units that have been built, only two had been sold. Wow. So, that operation really was not yielding SNIT any money. And Reggie Manuel Gray told SNIT that, see, this project is not moving. So, let's find a way of renting out the houses mm. so we can make back or you can make back some of the money. And from what the Auditor General was saying, SNIT was a little reticent in taking up that particular um, option. So those are those are some wow. of the things that would so jump I, out. I, I, I called up the SNIT Director General to respond to some of these points, and we'll play some of that. We'll play excerpts of that interview for you when we come back. Yeah, uh, but I just want to say though mm-hmm. that if you go back to say the um, the District Assembly mm-hmm. report, mm-hmm. now generally we said the trend was getting better mm-hmm. when you summed up the categories. Yes. However, if you take a line item like payroll irregularities, mm-hmm. it's gotten worse. Wow. In 2015, the mm-hmm. payroll irregularities amounted to about 150 million CDs. Hey. At the end of 2019, 150 million CDs. Not thousand, million. Million. 150.890 million. Hey. Now, if you look at 2019, the payroll irregularities were at 504 million. Are you sure you are looking at the figures? Well? <laughs> yes, I am. I can give you... Uh, New sorry, Ghana. Sorry, 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 sorry. I think it's 104,000. Hey, me pardon me. 150,000. Okay, so 150,000. Hey, 500,000. Apologies. 150,000. This is the best kind of kind. Three zero. Sorry. Three zero. Ah, hey, 150,000. I beg you. You almost made somebody crash their car. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's increased. It's increased. That's the, the 150,000 yeah. to 504,000. Okay. So it's gotten worse. Now, the report even cites cases of people who have left mm. or have no more or have no existing relationships with the district assemblies and are getting paid, for example. And they cite um, an example of somebody, an auditor, who uh, who had been interdicted on for forgery. Mm-hmm. He had jumped bail. Mm. But still got paid to a tune of fifty three thousand CDs. Wow. So lots of I- interesting lots, yes, revelations in this report. But it seems as if the technical investors one is more serious. Yes, because there are people who took money, went to school and didn't come back and and all of that. And we I'm getting some information earlier. on one of the guys who supposedly took the money and didn't come back. Apparently they are trying to negotiate for him to pay. I'll give you that information shortly. In the meantime, since inception, 100% of Ashesi University students have found jobs, started businesses, or gone to graduate school within six months of graduation. Wherever they go, Ashesi graduates are noticed and they are changing the world. From Accra to Joburg, from London to Chicago, from Shanghai to Madrid. If you dream of rewarding your rewarding life on career, an Ashesi education will help you do just that. Apply at ashesi.edu.gh. Remember, Ashesi's admissions are still ongoing. MGN is calling on all customers to verify their SIM card details by dialing star 400 hash. Customers with incomplete subscriber details may update their records via a link which will be shared via MTN SMS. Customers will be expected to provide a valid ID, that's an old voter ID, passport or driver's license. Or if you have a Ghana card or foreign passport, you must visit any MTS service center for assistance. To verify if your SIM is registered, kindly dial star 400 hash 
Kindly know that this service does not require a confirmation of your Momo pin. We are good together everywhere you go. Still on MTN. We make everything convenient for subscribers. You can withdraw scratch. We've withdrawn scratch cards from the market to keep people safe. And therefore, to top up your credits, you can use the EVD. The bonus is valid for seven days for on-net calls. Insist on the right amount to be transferred each time you buy credits. Retailers now have the chance to start their own business with as little as 30 cities without waiting for wholesalers. Decide how much credit transfer or EVD you want to buy for your business at any time. You can also conveniently buy as a purchaser or a retailer from the EVD Momo platform 24-7. Just buy Momo credit transfer SIM card and register Momo on it with a valid national ID and start transacting at your own convenience. iZone, an authorized distributor for MTN in Greater Accra. MTN everywhere you go. Starlife Assurance can help you deal with life's blues. No matter how good your plans are, life can turn everything on its head through an unforeseen occurrence, whether it's a disaster like the COVID or something you didn't plan for. We have well-trusted policies to help you break the gap when the unfortunate occurs. Don't let life tragedies get in your way and in your family's way. Call us on 0302-739-600. Visit a branch near you. Star Life, your solid partner for life. All right, let's get into your the next segment, Tech and Social Media Trends. Yep, and it's brought to us by our friends at Vodafone Cash. If you send any money through Vodafone Cash to any network, any amount, as many times as you want, you will not pay any fees. So go ahead and send some money. You can send through Vodafone Cash to send your donations for our Easter Orphan Project. All right, now star 110 hash and send cash for free. Second Social Media Trends is also brought to you by Standard Chartered Bank. And right from the comfort of your home or wherever you, you may be, you can request for or stop a checkbook. You can transfer money to other accounts, send mobile money, activate or block a new debit or credit card, etc. And you can do all this if you download the SC mobile app onto your phone. You can also buy and sell government bonds and securities. Wow. You don't have to go into the banking hall for many of your transactions. Just download the SC mobile app now. Stay home, stay safe, and transact on the app. Standard Chartered, here for good. And the lad is here with the segment. Good morning. Hello, Bernard. Good morning. And I think it's been kind of slim pickings because there hasn't been much activity online. That's not bad. And it's worth noting that despite the numerous stories on the Auditor General Report and the malfeasance, it's not really trended. People are really no. discussing it and all that. We don't have time. Yeah, so they, I want, mean, they want scandal. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the more, more notable things, we've had Parliament trending for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. For example, the fact that they sat quite late yesterday mm-hmm. doing a number of issues and we had Abdul Manaf saying that he was impressed that they were working this deep into the night mm-hmm. and saying that for once they deserved their salary. That was his opinion. And also, there may be some talk on the debate for a new chamber because it hmm. came up during a graphic interview. Again. I think the company called on the, on the speaker and he brought it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had some comments on that. People asking why it's about to come up and then hmm. citing the U.S. in their capital has been there for, hmm. for, for, for years, for hundreds of years, and they are still using it. So hmm. that's come up. And also, Kenoforiata, because of his yeah. slang and all that, and... and People still not much comment on it, but then we had one NDC supporter 
I mean, there was a lot of congratulations for him from the MPP supporter. We had ND support, one NDC supporter saying he's happy Ken is still there because finally we'll get to see the damage he has caused oh, Lord. in the past four years. So he wants him still there to, 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 to Ghanaians see him and then he can give account hmm. for the damage he's expecting and the, wow. the, the, the ill prospect. So that's been... We also had in the trends this hashtag, Ghana gets better, and it's been some... LGBT advocacy because there was a story over the weekend about the arrest of 22 persons in the crew area because mm -hmm. of an, uh, a purported lesbian wedding and, mm -hmm. and that story sparked some concern and then there's been talk about the safety of people who identify as LGBTQ and then we've had like for example your Buddhijima interview came up again because Jima of Buri. the comments you made mm -hmm. and, and all that so that was in the trend so by way of a tech update Google Maps is now changing their feature a little mm. they are you know normally when you go on the app they show you the fastest route first okay but now they are saying they want to show the most eco-friendly route first why in line with env environmental <laughs> conservation so that's what they are going what to start doing now <laughs> why, why you have said <laughs> yeah so they are using data like the their slopes the incline avoid traffic yeah but they want they want to change their priorities and focus on yes, but if you are doing it in such a way so how will i know which one they are showing me next right do i ask for it or they just show me what you know there are options on their map where you can oh. You wow. see the fastest route, but you see other alternative routes, so you can click on them and see, and the time also shows. I've not gotten deeper into this, but what I think is going to happen, you know, there are countries where they are using ways to build more roads, to construct pavements and all those. So Google may end up um, 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 prioritizing those routes as yeah. ways of... So for now, they are using data from the U.S. government, National Renewable Energy Lab, yeah. as well as other issues, other items like the slopes of the road, the inclines, mm -hmm. the kind of cars that use them. So all those things are going to be factored into That's the data. So <laughs> well, you can would select the fastest it. one be eco-friendly? Because yeah. you spend less time on yeah. the road, oh, emissions yeah. will be less. Well, well, we'll, so see, how, we'll, see, we'll see how it plays out. There will be an algorithm to calculate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how, how that translates to Africa too, because we are starting with data from the US. So we don't know if they are going to be reaching out to countries or in Asia or Africa to make sure they have more Mm. more specific data to, to better mm. target and better calibrate their app but then that's okay. what they are doing now so thank you I'm laughing like killer. In this day and age, your excuse for not making that call is that you don't have credit. Oh, then you are not a Vodafone customer. Because you get a boozing 500% bonus anytime you buy credit via Vodafone Cash or Vodafone Credit Transfer. It's like you didn't hear me well. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 500%. Hey, my friend, my friend, you don't have an excuse, oh. Excuse to a shit. Dial star 110 hash or visit the nearest credit transfer vendor to buy credit because 500% bonus. Ah, Vodafone. Ready? Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. 
As we continue to fight COVID-19 together, Ecobank offers you several ways to stay home, stay safe, and take control of your finances. Use Ecobank Mobile whenever, wherever, with or without an Ecobank account to send money through SMS and email. Also buy airtime, pay bills, and much more from the comfort of your home. For high-value transactions, use our internet banking services. Ecobank QR code enables you to make cashless digital payments when paying for goods and services. Download the Ecobank Mobile today from the Google Play Store, App Store, or from our Facebook page. Additionally, dial the short code star 770 hash from any phone and start transacting. Ecobank cares. Remember to observe social distancing, wash your hands frequently, and don't touch your face. For further assistance, kindly call Ecobank Contact Center on 0800-003225 anytime, any day, toll free, or on 0302 213-999. Stay home, stay safe. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Ayeko! The Slave for Ghana Woodin promo is here. This March, as we celebrate Ghana's 64th birthday, Woodin has got the right offer for you. Buy 12 yards of your authentic Woodin print and get 2 yards for free from any Woodin retail shop nationwide. Be a part of our rich Ghanaian culture this March. Wadeer made in Ghana. Kojiu 2 yards this year. Woodin Le Créateur. Emmanuel Cleaning Service. How may I help you? How would you clean your own bag if you won a trip for two to Dubai with Camel Antiseptic? Very neat, madam. I'm bringing you my black traveling bag. Chanu needs. Now one blue kakra. Now medical chest selfie will airport. Get your passport and luggage ready for the third edition of the Camel Antiseptic Buy and Fly to Dubai promo. Get any variant of Camel Antiseptic Liquid, Scratch its panel, and text code to 1393 on all networks. Win a trip or two to Dubai every week. You can also win instant prizes like airtime, hampers, and many more. Camel Buy and Fly free. All COVID-19 safety protocols will be observed. TNCs apply. Camel clean cares and protects for healthy skin. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. That first whistle is more than just the start of a football match. It's the start of friendships. It's you screaming your lungs out. It's the joy of your team's equalizer. The exhilaration of scoring the winning goal. It's a sigh of relief after hearing the final whistle. It's celebrating your team being crowned champions. That first whistle is just the start of something priceless where you don't just watch it. You live it. Mastercard, official sponsor of UEFA Champions League. It's a good day to meet every challenge. It's a good day to want more out of life. It's a good day to wish for it, work for it, go get it. Familiar taste, a delicious indulgent with a flavor you just can't hide. Refreshing energy gives so much for so little. For a strong performance, you've come to the right place. Good day energy drink. Why wait a minute to enjoy a good day when every second counts? Good day energy drink keeps you going. Excessive drinking can be detrimental to your health. Not recommended for persons under 18 years, lactated mothers, pregnant women, and people sensitive to caffeine. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. 
the burn it on. She prefers to get her life to that of the life them living in the estate. I'm gonna be my wife, so she ain't gonna break no rules that I set. Together like the sea and shore, start for eternity and yes for sure. I just about to yearn for more, and don't bother about another girl about more. My girl, from the ghetto where we burn and grow, it's only our kind of love we know. Fast eight on the city breakfast show. Browse free on Surfline if you convince your friends to join our network and say goodbye to ever buying data for a period of time. Your key to free internet browsing starts by dialing star 718 star 77 hash. Now select option 5, generate a unique code, share it with your family and friends, and you can get some free data. The future is bright. The future is Surfline. Now, Shell has introduced their new advanced fuels with Dynaflex technology designed for engine efficiency and it's finally here in Ghana. Shell fuels with Dynaflex technology have been developed by Shell's fuel scientists as a result of several years of research and development. So fill up regularly with Shell new fuels to help keep your engine clean and protected for efficient running. New Shell fuels designed for engine efficiency. Go well. And it's the last day of Women's Month. Can you believe it? Mm. And it's been long, oh. We've enjoyed much. Long last. Long <laughs> last. Right. It's been long, eh? We love my country. It's been forever. It's been long. Oh, it's been long. Long last. We've taken one of the longest months of the year for ourselves. 31 days. Finally. Every day, doubly women. Something, something. What Access Bank's award-winning Women Empowerment Initiative, W, mm. is six years old this month. Mm. It's been six impactful years of inspiring, connecting, and empowering thousands of women across Ghana. Access W remains an industry first and was uniquely fashioned for women to keep us inspired to achieve more every day. If you're a woman in business, a woman balancing family with work, or a young woman professional, there's no better time to sign on to Access Bank's W than now. Go to thewcommunity.com or call toll-free 800 004-400. Access Banks W. Inspiring, connecting, empowering. Makes me wanna be with you. And what if your digital printing press could do more? Gold, silver, clear, metallic, fluorescent, and many more options. What, what if your university could save costs on printing and your photo studio could print in higher quality? Celebrating our heritage man, DocuTech Ghana, the official and sole distributor of Xerox printing press products, is offering a 10% discount with a 12-month payment plan. Be part of the first three callers after this announcement to qualify for this tremendous offer. Call DocuTech on 0267-140200 for more details and enjoy the best offer while it lasts. Go to DocuTechGH.com or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn at DocuTechGH. DocuTech Ghana is the official and sole distributor of Xerox printing press products. 
And speaking about food, get an Indomie, chop it up, add the flavors, and get going. It's yes. fast, it's easy, it's delicious. Feed your hunger. It's okay. Indomie morning. There's no need for you to be hungry. Tastes great. You can add some vegetables and eggs and spice it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, make it delicious. So if mm. you're in a hurry, just do this quickly, like you said. Okay. Indomie. Let's hear from the DJ of Snit. So I called Dr. Jonathan Cran to ask him specific questions about the report because I was uh, quite alarmed at some of the things I saw in there. And uh, here are some of the things he said to me. So we have now been joined by the Director General of SNIT, Dr. John Oforitinkran, to respond to some of the issues raised in the uh, audit report, which was carried out into public um, institutions, corporations, and statutory institutions for the year ended December 31, 2019. Doc, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Bernard. Great. I, I just felt that the report has some interesting things that require your response. Before we get to management issues, I couldn't help but notice their analysis of your finances, and I'm showing you this right now, where your total operation income is decreasing for 2018 compared to 2019, your direct cost is increasing, your operational cost is increasing, and as a consequence, your financial position appears slightly worse in 2018 than it was in 2017. For example, your liquidity ratio is decreased. Your current assets have decreased. What's your general comment? Because I thought 2018, that would have been your second full year in charge of SNIT. And we were expecting your financial performance to be improving. What's your comment on that? Uh, thank you very much, Bernard. Um, I think... Uh, in general, I mean, I, uh, I, I can say that, you know, SNET, we are not in a bad position, right? Uh, meaning in the short and medium term, we are good. Of course, there are some issues that maybe we need to deal with in the, on a long-term basis. But coming back to deal with the, the 2018 versus 2017, um, I, I think I think the major thing that happened in 2018, which probably impacted the way our accounts look a bit, is the uh, switching the accounting standard uh, to IFRS 9, where you basically are required to, you know, make a provision for expected credit losses. Uh, I, I think that one. Um, made us uh, make a provision of, I think it's something in excess of 700 uh, million Ghana cities uh, for um, provisions for expected credit losses under IFRS 9. And then, of course, in 2018, the uh, general stock market uh, was marginally down. So it wasn't like in 2017 where the stock market was very buoyant and hence, we got quite a bit of an uplift uh, through the, you know, uh, listed uh, equity investment portfolio. Uh, with respect to, you know, uh, operating costs, uh, I think over time and the last four years, we've actually managed to bring down our operating costs quite a bit. Uh, the other thing that also affects our, you know, uh, accounts. 
and because we, we, we do our accounts on a cash basis, is the contributions that come in. So if, if uh, employers uh, default and they don't pay in the current year, uh, of course, there is less cash received uh, and hence the uh, incoming, the top line is reduced. So I think in 2018, we had some challenges with uh, some of the contributions. But I would say that in general, the, the biggest impact on our finances was uh, the switch to IFRS 9 and um, also the stock market being marginally down. I think the other ones with respect to, you know. Okay, you, you went off briefly. So, but I think you made the yeah, point. Yeah, we, 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 we got disconnected, but okay. I think we are back. Let, let's get into the report. There, and again, uh, permit me to share with you the first issue here. So you look at the first statement under management issues, and it's saying essentially that controller failed to transfer 1.26 billion to you, and you mentioned some of the steps you tried to take within the period to get the payments made. But what is troubling is that apart from the fact that controller failed to make those payments on time, SNIP did not charge the default penalty of 3% on the delayed contributions paid. I mean, can you explain to people who put their money with SNIP why they shouldn't be concerned about these developments with the controller? Yes, uh, Bernard. Um, the issue with the controller accountant general um, is something that you know, has been with uh, SNET, uh, you know, for a very long time. Uh, it's not only in my term, but, um, you know, a lot of these uh, uh, payment irregularities uh, actually have been around for a very long time. So uh, with respect to indebtedness by a controller, um, there are, monies that have accrued over the years and have been brought uh, to my term and uh, we've actually we, uh, carried out the requisite uh, assessments and giving controller the correct bill. Now, at the time when the audit was done, uh, the historical thing that uh, SNIT had been doing was that they were sending controller the bill on the principal owed. And the, with the understanding that the interest or the penalty uh, pursuant to the act was going to be discussed at a later date. But I can assure you that uh, since um, I have been Director General, all of our uh, we've been sending controller on a regular basis. Uh, the total indebtedness pursuant to the act, and uh, that is what we do now. Uh, the, the controller likes to separate it with respect to principal, and then and then the penalty. But I can assure you that all the demand notices that we send to controller have been uh, inclusive. So I think uh, our um, uh, members and clients should be rest assured 
that the correct indebtedness is being com uh, communicated and documented uh, to controller. Um, and, and the NPRA is copied on it, and the Minister for Finance is also copied on it. All right, moving to the second issue. Again, we are, at, we are told that agent banks fail to transfer direct payments of first year on due dates, amounting to over 26 million CDs. Now, this is in direct contravention of the agreement to sign with these banks. Nine of them, they have not remitted to the designated tier one account of the Bank of Ghana. Now, we have the, the, the report says the anomaly persisted because of the laxity of management to enforce provisions of the agreement. Now, again, that's problematic, is it not? And they also say you fail to charge the penalty on the non-transfer of collection by these banks. I mean, it's one thing not charging a penalty for a controller, but another thing to leave that for a bank. These are, and the banks are listed here. These are banks which are private entities making a lot of money. Why is management not enforcing their own agreement? Right. Okay. So, uh, Bernard, uh, just a bit of context. Uh, the, we have, uh, in order to serve our members and clients better, we provide uh, avenues for them to pay their social security contributions by going to the, the bank that is nearest them to make that payment. And when they make that payment, the bank takes the money. Of course, they keep it for two or three days or earn the float and then and remit it to us. The, the agreement that was in place was that they are supposed to remit the monies every Thursday. Okay? So uh, what some of the banks were doing was that they were remitting the monies uh, at the end of the month. So the first thing as to uh, the banks not getting the social security contributions is not entirely true uh, because they were remitting it at the end of the month. So the big principle was being remitted at the end of the month. It's just that when the audit was done, uh, it was looking for the monies to have hit us on the third Thursday of every month. Okay, but later on, uh, it was reconciled that the monies came in, uh, been coming in at the end of the month. So uh, I would like to uh, point to you that a lot of this, uh, what we are discussing today, we be in the audit report, which was done in, uh, for 2017 and 2018. Uh, in March this year, the, controller, uh, the, the uh, auditor general has written to me, uh, I have it in my hand now, a letter dated 5th March 2021, where they have actually commented on the status uh, of the management that they sent to us, which is from 1st January 2017 to 31st December 2018. So the, this is the document. And in here, they have commented on the status of a lot of these issues. So I'd like to point out that the, the uh, monies that were captured as ha not having been remitted have been paid, meaning management has collected all that money. Then the issue is the one with the interest. Mm -hmm. So if you are supposed to pay me the money on the third, third, on the third day of the, the week and you give it to me at the end of the month, so there is some interest charge there from that 
Thursday to the end of the month. And that, those interests have been computed and given to the banks. And I am happy to report to you that we have collected and the Auditor General has verified uh, about 4 million Ghana cities of interest. Uh, the Auditor General says that there was about another 2.8 million left. Uh, we have collected all of that except about 230,000 uh, from Standard Bank, which we are collecting. And then there is about 1.76 million from Unibank, uh, which is right, right now within the bosom of the, of the receiver. So we are working with the receiver to retrieve that money. The, the other part was with EcoBank and that has been set up. So I can assure you, Bernard, that, uh, that we've sorted out these issues and going forward, we are on the banks and they haven't uh, uh, defaulted in remitting the monies as per the agreement. 827, more on this interview coming up shortly. I had a chat with him on other issues about the report investments they'd made in housing monies they'd lent to companies hadn't paid back all kinds of things happening at snit but it's 828 tech and social media trends actually your money your money is brought to you by cow bank uh, share the fun with friends you can use the app to simplify your life to pay bills to buy airtime or data bundles you can also shop for goods and services from our e-shops and have them delivered to you you don't even need to have a car bank account to use the app. You can link your Visa or MasterCard or MTM Mobile Money Wallet to the app and you're good to go. Call 0800-500-500. Car bank forward together. So I'm guessing today is the last day of... <laughs> of the long women's month. <laughs> you have milked this women's month. <laughs> but you're right. It's March the 31st. Officially mm. the last women-centered money topic I'm going to give you for the month. And I'd like to just give um, out a site that people can check out. It's called Clever Girl Finance. Clever and Girl Finance. Yeah, Clever Girl Finance. And there are a lot of money lessons, uh, pieces of advice to do with money and financial education geared toward women. It was mm. founded by a Nigerian sister of ours. Mm. Yeah, it's called Bola Sokumbi. Mm. She's a certified financial education instructor and money expert. And she okay. created the platform again to provide women with a lot of financial education. So check mm. out Clever Girl Finance, a website or on social media, and get great, great, great money-saving tips. Now, you've already mentioned the person that I was going to end the month with for money history because she's a woman and it's a money history thing as well. So mm -hmm. it's the perfect combination and that is Rebecca Nadede Ashikinsha. Oh, really? Aite, yeah. Nadede Ashikinsha. <laughs> you want to talk yeah. about her today? Yeah. What do you want to say about her? It's the perfect combination. Woman, mm. money, money, money history, power. Topic. You know, all in one to end the month. Not did they? You've, you've mentioned her already today. She was a flower queen. That's where the Ashikinsha comes from. Mm. And her face, as you said, is on our 50 peso coin. Wow. So she was a financier of the CPP. Support, mm. She supported Dr. Kwame Nkrumah heavily mm -hmm. financially um, to win a seat in the legislature. And then she died after suspected food poisoning oh. after accompanying him to a political function in home. 38 oh. years old, she died. She died at she was 38. Young. She was young. Oh, not did it. So when you see the 50p coin, remember Dede Ashikinsha. At 38. She was very that young. powerful. Very young. And Who? very, yeah, very successful Who at that age. Who poisoned her? Who knows? Oh, Ghana. Kill our own people. Your money brought to you by Cow Bank.
Master, make one make you go. Ahead. We need to go to the bank first before we go and pay for the things. Time no day like that too. Relax. Everything they my hand in. Master, we need to get a cash. Forget the cash. See, transfer. Pa. Payment. Pa. I did use the cow bank app. No stress. That's slow for me. I still forgo my bank. I don't have account for cow I bank. See, forget the cash. Even without an account at cow bank, you can download the app, sign up, and connect your mobile money wallet or debit card. And pa. you can make your payments too. Hey, pa. I just signed up. Enjoy the convenience, safety, and freedom of the cow bank app. Whether you have an account with Cow Bank or not, all options are open to you, including scan to pay. Download the Cow Bank app now. Forget the cash. Feel like I for just open account for Cow Bank on the app? No. Pa- Cow Bank forward together. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. <laughs> 831, still on the issue of the Auditor General's report on statutory bodies and boards, Dr. John Tinkran of SNIT, we spoke to him about some of the highlights. Okay, there are some issues to do with related companies. Now, the, the final newspaper put the, 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 the numbers together and reports that about 2.3 billion CDs was in loans granted to eight related companies. And in contravention of Section 91.1 of your Act, as of December 31, 2018, you have not recovered a total of 2.3 billion CDs in loans granted to eight related companies. I mean, <laughs> 2.3 billion CDs. Did this directly come up in the report? Or, or he, because this, is, this looks pretty serious, and that's a lot of money. Right. Yes, Bernard. Um, again, uh, context is necessary here. i like to uh, state that all these loans that uh, the report is talking about were loans that were uh, contracted uh, before I became Director General, okay? Having said that, I inherited and I own it, okay? So I'm not running away from that, but I, I think a bit of context is necessary. Um, some of these loans were to uh, entities like uh, ISTC, all right? Uh, and, and then most of it, uh, and somewhere to uh, NTHC, which is an investee company of SNET, and then uh, most of it is to joint venture property companies that uh, SNET uh, uh, where uh, are part is uh, is party to. Uh, there are some uh, um, you know housing developments in which uh, that SNET goes into partnership with uh, private developers. And then the, in addition to putting up various parties, putting up the equity, then they would turn to SNET for SNET to put in debt with the hope that when the properties are developed and sold, then the, that debt can be paid back. So in this case, SNET sort of became, becomes a banker in, in that arrangement. Um, the so so all these loans were extended before me. What have we done with it? I inherited, and I have to do. I have to manage. I have to make sure that we we get our monies back. Um, and and I can assure you that 
we've taken some steps in getting some of these monies back. So let me give you some specific examples. So you take, uh, um, in the report, they talk about uh, RSS and Klagong, some properties that were developed in, in Klagong, RSS. Uh, that was a joint venture company uh, when, which SNET had with uh, Regimanuel. And they were supposed to develop these, uh, uh, you know, building units for sale. Uh, now, the development has gone on. Uh, it's uncompleted, but, and some of the building units have been completed. But because of the way the market has become soft, they have not been able to sell it. So, and SNET had lent into this, uh, uh, in addition to being a, a partner, an equity partner, SNET also lent money, the monies into it. So what we've decided to do is that, okay, if you, we said that, look, if you cannot sell these properties, uh, then in order to reduce the indebtedness, uh, we are going to then do a swap where you are going to, we're going to have to, you're going to have to give us the completed properties and in exchange for amortization in order to amortize the loan. So we've done, you know, we went to board and the board approved for us to do an asset swap where we are swapping some of the completed properties uh, to basically pay down the loan. Uh, so we get value for the monies. Now the, the challenge is what we then do with these properties when we get it. Uh, we're gonna, and, and there has been ideas of putting it into a rental uh, pool where it can be rented or at the same time, whilst we wait for the market to recover. Um, we have also um, taken some decisions as to how you prevent some of these, uh, I like to call it unholy alliances from uh, continuing before. So in, in, I think in 2018, the, the board resolved that SNETs should never get into any JV uh, agreement where uh, uh, the, the joint venture partner ends up becoming even the contractor and getting all the construction contracts so that they, their skin in the game basically reduces. Um, with respect to things like uh, I, uh, Intercity uh, STC, we had engaged them, uh, the company, and the company uh, was making arrangements to pay these loans and then all of a sudden COVID hit uh, and their, you know, routes, uh, the borders were closed and their routes from to the various countries were, um, um, you know, curtailed. I, I have a letter uh, just recently, I think I got it two, three days ago uh, from the Honorable Nana Kumia, who is the MD, uh, because we've written to him as to, to pay down these debts and uh, he's asked for some reprieve uh, for a recovery of the uh, of the transport sector, and then we can it will give us a payment plan. So Bernard, I can assure you that yes, there are all these loans uh, that have been given uh, to all these investee companies, and um, some of them, quite a bit of them, are still outstanding. But we 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 are taking the necessary steps, you know, to get collateral and basically to swap assets for it in places where we can and then uh, in other places where there is not assets that we can take uh, uh, engage the defaulters to actually mm -hmm. pay. 
Okay. But uh, we are working on it. Uh, this is, uh, that is where we are. Now, again, I, I present to you the comments on delays in recovery of rent income from property managers. This is paragraph 2605. Management of SNES signs an agreement with Broad Ghana to manage seven properties for the trust for a fee of 10% gross monthly collection. Now, Broad should collect rent and other charges, including operating expenses due by tenants and promptly follow up on late payments. Auditor General says from their review of the ledgers, Brawl has not recovered a total of 5.5 million cities as rent, owing from 114 companies who have vacated the properties during the period under review. The companies are listed here as I, I flip through. Now, what is amazing is that, mm. <laughs> apart from the fact that Brawl was unable to recover the amount, management authorized, this is SNIT, and paid a total of almost 700,000, this is 677,000 cities, as utility bills for the tenants of WTC. When they boycotted to pay rent and utility bills due to poor conditions of the facility, now, Bro hasn't done his job, companies are boycotting rent payments and utility bill payments, you then step in to pay for them. Now, this doesn't look like prudent financial management. The, Auditor General is wondering why you're not impressed upon Brawl to recover the amount from the tenants. And again, you seem to be paying Brawl while they're not really finishing the work they're supposed to do. I mean, how is this prudent financial management? Yes, uh, okay, Bernard, um, uh, thanks very much for that question. Um, yeah, Brawl was uh, hired as a property manager, um, and I think they've been with the trust for quite a bit of time uh, in uh, the relationship that I, that I inherited. Um, and they're managing some of our properties, which are most of the commercial properties are decades old uh, and hence uh, basically have issues with, uh, with maintenance. Um, so we had situations where in World Trade Center, for example, the air conditioners went, uh, the air condition went off, and then in trying to fix the air conditions, you find out that even the chiller uh, that was installed was installed several years ago, uh, and you cannot even get the parts to repair it, uh, and so it needs a whole complete. Um, and so we had to take some some stopgap measures to try and, um, you know, keep our tenants. The, there is this thing called a common area maintenance charges, uh, which are basically charges that you use to maintain the common areas of the property. And uh, I think some of, the, some of the tenants were saying that until those conditions are fixed, uh, the, 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 they were going to withhold those uh, payments. Uh, and, 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 and remit them later until, the, you know, when those conditions are fixed. So uh, management had to come up with a, a way to keep tenants there uh, and make sure that the, these uh, monies that uh, will be front, uh, will be advanced uh, to the management company to keep the areas uh, in good shape so that we don't lose more tenants, that those monies will be 
uh, repaid back to SNET when those monies are recovered. Now, uh, some of the tenants, uh, of course, left the property and, uh, you know, left without paying their requisite rent. Uh, Brawl uh, has taken them to court, instituted legal action against them to try and recover uh, those, those monies. Also, the um, uh, management agreement with Brawl has been changed and the fees have been linked to the occupancy uh, and the amount of rent collected uh, that has been done. And as I said, I have the, uh, uh, the Auditor General's comments on the status of the audit. Uh, and in this one, uh, it says that, look, uh, and I'm quoting from them, it says we have obtained uh, a copy of the 2018 addendum to the property management agreement between SNET and Brawl, and no further action is needed. So, so we, 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 we've taken sorry, some steps that, to try that, and that the recommendation that Brawl should be made to refund the 677000 to SNET for audit validation, and that you should also include key performance indicators. I'm sure that's in the new agreement. But it's explicitly recommended that you make yes. Brawl refund the 600000 Yes, so, so the KPIs and everything is in the new agreement. And uh, the uh, refund of the uh, uh, monies that are supposed to come to SNET uh, is also part of the arrangement that we have. And as I said, Brawl has then instituted um, legal action against the defaulting uh, um, uh, you know, tenants and to try and make those recovery and then, then make an onward uh, payment to us. Okay. A couple of things before we go. I, I noticed with amazement how SNIT sorts of um, patronizes bonds. So, for example, there's a, a certain uh, three-year coupon bond of over 55 million CDs at a 22% rate per annum. That get fund issued that SNIT decided to buy. And essentially, they were supposed to repay by 2016. And they don't, there seems to be a discrepancy between how much they say they owe you and how much you believe they owe you, okay? And they are sort of blaming Ministry of Finance, VAT receivables. That's confusing. The other issue is to do with the, a private institution, King's University College. We didn't know you had that much money that you <laughs> fully subscribed to a five-year private placement by King's University College with a six-month coupon payment cycle. Again, the organization doesn't seem to have delivered. And in fact, the audit blames poor due diligence carried out on the investment by the head of fixed income, resulting in this anomaly. I mean, people are giving their money to you to manage. You are patronizing bonds. Somebody's not paying you back. There's almost a 20 million gap in what get funds say they owe you and what you say they, uh, you, they have to pay. And a private university issues a bond. I mean, the whole thing looks like a mess. <laughs> First and foremost, how does SNIC lend okay. to such organizations? And is it our pension money it is using or money it raises internally from other places? Um, okay, uh, Bernard, thanks for that question. Uh, let me deal with that one first, which is the one to uh, King's University. Um, 
again, a bit of context is uh, necessary. Uh, this transaction was done uh, way before my time. Um, probably it was in 2012, 2013, thereabouts. Okay. Uh, but, uh, like I said, I, I own it. So, what happened was that uh, uh, King's University floated a bond, and as you said, SNET went and, and uh, you know, participated in that bond. And uh, the were issues, there was an issue with the payment. Uh, but interestingly enough, um, when SNIT did the due diligence at that time, SNIT de decided that, uh, well, uh, if there is an inability to pay or King's University to pay, they have to have collateral. So when they did that placement, they actually took collateral. And that collateral that they took was a piece of land. Okay. So uh, now that the um, uh, payment is in default, uh, SNIT accelerated uh, liquidation of that collateral. And uh, I can uh, tell you that uh, as at, um, I think about three or four weeks ago, uh, the bond, uh, the, the outstanding payment on the bond has been offset with uh, the collateral that uh, um, King's University had pledged to us. Basically, the transaction has been closed. So uh, we have received uh, value for the uh, principal and interest owed on the transaction, on this particular transaction. So this particular transaction, uh, Bernard, I can tell you, has been happily closed. And, and, and pensioners have not lost, contributors have not lost any money on this transaction. <laughs> wow. The full interview is on YouTube. You can get it and watch for yourself. It's 44 minutes of plowing through the document. I mean, it's... Look, most of his answers, you know, these things I came to meet, which is true. And I really wonder whether I'm missing something. Because the Auditor General wasn't very happy with, with the way Snit had followed through on some of the things. And... To be fair to him, most of the things happened before he got there. But still, you know, it's a pensioners' money. So there were even questions I didn't ask. I didn't, I didn't air like questions around people who have left the company, who, who have been paid oh, yeah, yeah, some monies okay. paid to some people who didn't. All kinds of things, you know. So I don't know. The other general didn't seem happy. In fact, in some cases, the other general responded to their response. So they make a claim. Auditor General, uh, sorry, the Auditor General makes a, 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 an assertion, management response. Auditor General says, no, I don't like your response. It still doesn't work, so go and do this or that. So I have to, we have to be grateful that the Auditor General's department has done this, but I feel the whole brouhaha over Domelev when all of this is made this some national fanfare. We do the audit, we put it in front of Parliament, they call the people. But look, at, as Nathan said, the amounts are increasing. Yes. Okay, so the technical investors, in fact, there's one slide you didn't show. I think one of the categories for technical investors. Yes, the contract irregularities, for example. Mm -hmm. We found that the numbers kept going up. So, 2015, the infractions about 12.4 million, mm -hmm. and I'm getting my numbers right, million. 
2016, it mm. moved up to 18.4 million. In 2017, it moved up to 45.5 million. Then it jumped up to 78.8 million. And it moved all the way to 105.3 million. That was in 2019. So you see from 12 to 105. And you find that yeah. in, in most, I won't say most, but in some of the line items, it's just going up and up and up and up and up. Procurement breach is the same thing. We've moved from thousands to millions. Hmm. 461,000 in 2015 to 48 million what? in 2019. 461,000? Yes, in 2015. In terms of And this is technical universities? Yes, procurement irregularities. To 46 million. To 48 million. 48.9 million. And only, if you dissect the 48 million figure, only one technical university is responsible for about 45 million. <laughs> Send us your thoughts, 054-998-6996. How are we managing the finances of the country? That's the question we need to answer because the GRA is also asking us that we should pay tax. Yeah, GRA reminds of that NHL and get fund registered companies that your CST returns for February should be submitted no later than Wednesday, the 31st. That's today. File returns and avoid early or late payment penalties. Now, if you pay late, there's a family CD penalty and a 10 CD each day. The return is not filed for the get fund levy. For CST, the pecuniary penalty is 2,000 CDs and a further 500 CDs a day penalty. Get in touch with GRA on 055-299-0000 or send an email to info at gra.gov. Go to gra.gov.gh for more information. Our taxes are future. Now, Geisha, Geisha Soap has been with us for over 60 years, and there are seven different variants. Geisha was used by our grandmothers, our parents, and now our generation is still using it. So, mm. next time you go to town, buy some Geisha Soap. It's so affordable. Three cities, 50 pesos for the big pack, and one city, 20 pesos for the small pack. Money rules the world, so do those who manage it. Walk into a world of limited career opportunities in accounting and finance with ACCA, the world's biggest body of accounting and finance professionals. Regardless of prior qualification or grade, you can become one of the most sought-after ACCA accountants. Recognized locally and all over the world, you can also sign up for ACCA certificates and diploma qualifications or even the undergrad and master's degree with Oxford Brookes University and the University of London through ACCA. You can also connect with our network of employers for accounting and finance-related jobs and internship opportunities. Sign up before 31st March, that's before today closes, for a whopping 6% discount. You can text ACCA to 1945, you'll be called back, or you can call or WhatsApp 050-425-0110. ACCA, think ahead. And another notice from the GRA, the Ghana Revenue Authority wants to remind all taxpayers, companies, entities, individuals, including self-employed persons and partnerships, that the first quarter income tax installment for 2021 is due today, 31st March 2021. First quarter installment payment must be settled on or before, well, if it's before, you're late, today, Wednesday, 31st March 2021. Please note, failure to pay income tax by the due date attracts an interest of 125% of the statutory rate compounded monthly on the outstanding tax. Let's get to some of your comments. 054-998-6996 has been a mixed bag today talking about audit reports and 
other stuff like this. Nathan, if you can help us. Uh, yes. Boating on Insan says, Kumon Bernard and the team, these irregularities are pervasive because succeeding governments have refused to adequately resource internal auditors within the public service. Governments should bring all the internal auditors under one umbrella to ensure coordination and effectiveness, to ensure that these infractions are reduced. Mm. Good morning to you and the team. I just want to contribute on this political party and how they abandon facilities and infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we can have a committee of local government reps to have a public meeting with the political parties, informing them on what the people want mm. and impose on them to continue building these facilities the previous government started. So we don't have I abandoned projects. Yes, it will help. I wonder whether I know the audit report spoke about abandoned projects. That would be interesting. <laughs> yes, if they could audit abandoned projects, that would be a very, very mm -hmm. interesting yeah. area of inquiry. Yes, Irene Kofridia sent this one. Mm. Uh, Hack mm. says, um, please talk about water shortage. Where? It says from Nima, I think. Actually, there's yeah, that's a, that's a story. We've been following up on that. Even Yendi doesn't have water. And in this morning, in the uh, mirror, mm -hmm. I think Nana Kusi Jana Pinting, he has an article titled "Is Ghana Water Also Carrying Out Doomsaw of Water?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, water rationing. Uh, yes. Some things never change, do they? Okay. I'm going to take you to Suhum for the Easter Orphan Project. Here's a quick report Caleb Kuda put together. And it's a report on the state of the facility and why we want you to support us this Monday for the CTFM Easter Orphan Project. Coming up later in the morning as well. Natun Mamatifio on the evolution of architecture in Accra. But here's Caleb. If you're tired of the heli belly of city life, you'd find the journey alone very rewarding. Some 12 kilometers away from Suhum is a village called Troto in the eastern region. Tucked away in the greeneries of this village is a home for the homeless, a haven for a hopeless child from broken and abusive homes. Baptist School Complex and Home, Basco. Basco has over the years given a lifeline to otherwise hopeless children of unfortunate circumstances, an initiative born out of the Baptist missions in Kofoedra and mainly supported by CTFM and its listeners as well as private individuals. But how does an orphanage home that cares for some of society's most vulnerable out of the outpouring of the love of others continue to do so when across the world doors of churches, homes, factories, and offices have been shut down due to COVID-19 lockdown, a drastic measure whose effect has left the most robust economies around the world hemorrhaging with household incomes almost not forthcoming. We have been surviving by the power of the grace of God and, and also having good people we are working with. Some of them left because there was no money coming in, but uh, others stood. Many of them waited till God turned things around for us. Reverend Victor Ofori Amwa, who is the founder here, keeps a cheerful and grateful disposition. His positive outlook, however, does not hide how hard the orphanage has been hit. 
He likened the past year at the orphanage to the hunger and drought of 1983. It also came to a point whereby because we, we do were having a balanced uh, diet, uh, it was not sufficient like we thought. So uh, we were able to quickly depend on our vegetable farms that the, the school uh, jumped in and also go in for our plantains and other things. Okro and other things became our normal food and it was very good. So uh, despite the fact that we had a lot of uh, impact, very negative impact of the COVID time, we also had some experience uh, whereby uh, some of the children like it, three when everybody was eating everything that we got. So we started eating and it has been a very great uh, blessing also unto us. Reverend Amwa is however quick to express gratitude to the government and management of City FM for coming through for them in their darkest moments. Despite all uh, everything that was going on, the MD and his team broke through and came to meet us with a full load of food items. It was just a shock to us. We never even thought of it because we all knew what was going on and how people are even not happy to go out and even to give at that time. There wasn't any hope uh, how to come out with uh, the COVID, uh, the PPE and other things was a, a problem. But uh, it wasn't long when the education ministry call in the, the senior class who are going to write the exams and brought in all the COVID materials as well as food in every afternoon. So even children who were not uh, orphans and they attend school here, they were able also to enjoy the, the food that was coming in, giving everybody hope till uh, the exams times came. And I'm happy to tell you all the students first. In my previous visit, I saw a number of volunteers from around the world serving and teaching the children here. Not a single soul was spotted this time. Why? You guessed right. COVID-19. No volunteer for this year since the COVID. And then also the, the government is trying to streamline the inflow of these people coming in. Uh, so there are measures put down that has to be passed through before. They welcome them, but they make sure that people come here, even teachers, even workers, have to be verified. The administrator of Basco is himself an orphan child who catches feet here, earned a sport at the University of Ghana Business School and returned to the home to serve to be to be very frank with you, one thing I have I have I have actually received from this place, it, it, the first and foremost is the educational aspect of it, because there are two things that when you come here, I mean the director Reverend Victor is going to tell you. The first thing is God, and the second thing is your studies. I mean he has given us that standard of education where I mean when we go out into the outside world, people from the cities and all that, 
I mean, I mean, they, you can't see any distinction between us and them. And so that is one thing that we always appreciate God for, for the fact that He has made us to know God and to always trust in Him for everything, and then to have a very good education, which is the backbone of every successful person. He further paints a picture of how COVID-19 has rocked the boat of Basco, seeing some teachers leave as some had babies to nest without much earnings to raise their own families. It has actually affected the donations that were coming in because people were not ready to travel and, and come around. And so in actual fact, the COVID has actually affected our donations so much that, I mean, we lost some of our teachers because the fund or the money to be used to pay them were not there. And so people were not ready to still go ahead and teach uh, without being paid. And so in actual fact, it, it was really a difficult time for us. Richard tells me the intake of girls has taken a drastic hit over the period. The advent of COVID-19 met a management decision to demolish a weak girls' dormitory for a new one. But that decision is now on ice. That has been one of our major prayers over the years, uh, praying to God that we'll be able to put up a new girls' dormitory. In actual fact, as you came last year, you realized that the old girls' dormitory was in bad state. And so in order to prevent any unforeseen incident, we had to demolish it and move the girls to uh, the KG classroom, which is where they are currently sleeping now. And so we've been praying and looking forward to God that we'll be able to raise funds to put up a new dormitory, but as it stands now, there hasn't been any fund for that. So how is that affecting anything? Yeah, it's affecting our girls, the intake of girls in the school as we speak right now. And so, you know, girls are also people that you have to make sure that they are catered for very well. I mean, and so it has really, really affected the intake of girls into the orphanage as we speak. But do the children here know what the vision bearers go through to provide them meals every day? Even if they haven't heard of the economic impact of COVID-19 on the world and a humble orphanage like Basco, they surely should know something is wrong by the size of their meals and its regularity. How are you? What is your name? Ten-year-old Miriam Inusa says she loves Basco. Her reason? Very simple. They make us happy and they give us food to eat and they give us something to eat. What have they been giving you to eat? Watch. Jello. Mango. So you don't miss your mom? She misses her mom, she tells me, but malnutrition and the frequent fights between her mother and her stepfather makes her wish never to visit. I'm staying with my mother. Why? In the morning, we drink it for quick. In the afternoon, I'll drink some. You drink what? Porridge. And then they have a huge eat In the afternoon. 
of being nourished, she gets to acquire critical knowledge to set her up for any role she so desires in society, just as Angela, the girl's perfect. I like the way the teachers teach, the way they train us. I love that. How do they train you? Well, if you need anything, sometimes I'm a girl, sometimes I need parts. If I go, they give up, maybe I need one, but they give me two. That's the reason why. Is it just because you're the girl's perfect? Oh, no, 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 no. They give, maybe they will give us two packets. One will go to two or three. For these little ones, they are clearly innocent of what's going on, even though the exodus of teachers due to COVID-19 has affected teaching and learning for them. This three-unit classroom block was built through the generosity of City FM listeners over the years to teach the children technical and vocational skills but the lack of teachers has made achieving this objective a major headache for Reverend Amor. We need just to put in materials and also get trained teachers uh, who will be able to take the children through. Uh, we, we really wanted to do this thing like uh, uh, after school tutorial classes. So it's not going to affect any uh, normal classes of the children. But during after school, we give them maybe uh, two hours either for games or for that, so that they will also learn some trades. So in case of any eventuality, these children will never be found on the street again or be called orphans who cannot be helped. The staff and children of Basco are looking forward to a feast on Easter Monday. A couple of them shared their wish list with me. Miriam, for example, wants a tablet. Tablet. And what? with our friends in the dormitory and food and other stuff. But mattress is the important one to me. One request that touched my heart is the presence of well-wishers to share in their day and make them feel loved like other children. Whenever you come here, you bring people for counseling, you bring people for uh, grouping the people in the children and uh, women and uh, girls and boys and also tell them about the future what they can do all these things has really uh, blessed this ministry um, this orphanage and has also given the children who pass out from here the courage and the boldness to do something for their themselves and their nation
So that was uh, the Baptist schools and orphanage. Amazing place. Amazing, amazing place. So what are you doing for us? What are we doing for ourselves? How are we supporting Basco? That's the question. What do you suggest? Well, we're going to be storming Basco on Monday mm-hmm. um, to put some smiles on the faces of the children. Yeah, and, you know, you were talking earlier about the fact that City has been doing this for 15 years. Yeah, I think 15 years. And, I think you know, 15 or had 16. the privilege of going mm-hmm. in my first stint here. And oh, yes. You, you went? I, I did, yeah. What, when was your first stint here, by the way? It was... 2010 to wow. 20 th- yeah 20 that's a long time oh. 10 11 years ago <laughs> when you were doing classic city yes yes that's where yes, should yes. come back yeah i know classic I know. city people talk about it all the time but yeah but back to the office that was before um, fee that was during during yes, yes. fee's incubation yes 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 <laughs> that's when i met you actually yes yes 10 years ago yeah, yeah. i was carrying fee nice one so easter orphans mm. um I mean, when you talk about orphans in general, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just elicits and evokes this feeling of compassion mm. and just wanting to help. And hearing, you know, the the young girl that Caleb was speaking to, and mm. she, was, she was barely audible. Charlie? You know, um, mm. maybe a little bit intimidated by yes. having to speak into a microphone and explain a situation mm-hmm. to Caleb, who, as we know, is one of the most wonderful people. Down to earth people. Down to earth people. But it just reminds us that there are children in schools. We've been talking about education a lot and what we want for our kids. But there are children in centers like this who are, are, are just hoping to get something good to eat, mm-hmm. who are just hoping to get someone who will pay a little bit of attention to them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, a young lady who spoke about the fact that all she needed was one pad. Oh, she couldn't get that. You know, so when you listen to reports like this, I think it just brings us back to some people's realities mm. and the fact that a lot of times we're caught up in our bubble mm. and we forget that there are people whose needs are so basic yep. and whose wants are so basic that we're extremely privileged. So mm. on that note, we're appealing mm. to anyone and everyone listening to remember and appreciate our privilege mm-hmm. and to share some of that with people who really, really need really insignificant trivial things in, in the bigger picture you know yeah me I've, I've been to Basco for the past seven years uh-huh. each year I go there uh-huh. and I think first I'd like to congratulate listeners and uh-huh. fans of City FM and uh-huh. City TV uh-huh. for the work they've done it's been over a decade of supporting Basco can you imagine taking it from nowhere can setting up imagine? the technical and vocational training center giving opportunities for children who had no hope to complete university. Mm-hmm. Some have gone back to teach there. Some are doing wonderful stuff in their various communities. Mm-hmm. We built a car mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. But I think the job we do, or the job at hand requires that we build a ship, mm. a big one. So even though we've made a lot of progress, I think that we can do better. And knowing what Basco was and where we've taken it to, I know we all want to do better. So yes. this season, and let's also think about the fact that COVID-19 hit. So last um, year, we couldn't actually do anything for last them. Last year, we, we just went there to give them something. Yes. But it's been a year of austerity and all sorts of things. And yeah. this year, no matter what, I think that if we decide to do better, we can even do better than we've done the past five years. Mm. Because we cut down a bit here, we cut down a bit there. 
and he also puts something together will give these children this unique community of people hope that there is still love in the system mm-hmm. there is god there is generosity mm. and that they they can also expect something to build their lives and also help the next generation what's the mobile number Koku, please help me all right so you can send your donations in cash zero five five zero nine hundred zero zero six zero five five zero nine zero 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 six all right okay. please okay. send your donations to this number we will happily receive them on behalf of Basco. You can also send bags of rice, Gary beans, maize, sugar, milk, you know, non-perishables, things that will last quite a while, things that will address those basic needs, detergents, toiletries, mm. hand sanitizer, very important in these COVID times, disinfectants, etc. We are, we are accepting all of those things, okay? Okay. In the meantime, in between time, in the meantime, I'm Orca Deco. Look, I think I need to go to this place. You have, in, in fact, in fact I want to recommend this that you know, you, you, you look a bit like you've, you've worked a lot this first quarter. <laughs> So I'm suggesting to Kobe. I'm looking wretched here. Kobe, you know what? From Friday, Orca is open. Saturday, they are open. In fact, even on Easter Monday, they are open. So, and usually, you know, they have some fresh Easter things. Mm. With some good um, discount. Now, I know that Kokui, one of the things that heals Kokui, brings her back to life, is entering a shop. <laughs> <laughs> a shop. Where from this? Preferably with a credit card. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. No, with, no, not a credit card. With card, not with uh-huh. cash. You know, so she just swipe away. You know, oh, she'll take two of the boys, follow her into the shop. Yes, the dear, I Mommy, I want this one. Put it in the bag. Oh, please. So what do they have there? <laughs> They have many things. They've got home, outdoor, and office furniture. Loads of decor items. Come brighten up your living room brighten again. Brighten up everything. Change the flavor. You know. Come on. I see we're moving though, so I need. Furniture. Ah. But Charlie. No, 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 money, no, no. You know, your money will come. This is a good time to actually go and yes. look at how you can maybe refurbish and a makeover, Charlie. Room and all of that. So it's a lot of giveaways, like you said. Yes. If you spend five hundred Ghana cities or more. Mm-hmm. You get to claim a surprise Easter egg. Look at that. That will get you 15%, 10%, or 5% of your next shopping spree at Orca. You also stand a chance of being invited to partake in the ultimate Orca Easter egg hunt. Imagine how the boys will feel. Challenge. And with that one, you can win a sofa. You can even dump them there and then go and away. Then just leave you and boys, come back. do Easter egg or something. I'll be back and three I'll hours ask later. Them that yes. you better find because we need a sofa. Yeah, man. Rush to Orca Deco. Quick, no, quick, quick. Seriously. Quick. You, you, look, the They're on the Flinders Road, right? Yeah, carpets, toys, everything. Yeah. The showroom is open, as you said. Good Friday, mm. Easter Saturday. Easter oh, let me give you another clue. If you are now getting married, you know, one of the most exciting times in a person's life is when, like, people are dating and they are now thinking of a house. Mm-hmm. So, you, can, you know, you can see the way they walk when they come out of the car. The guy opens the door mm. and they are now looking to <laughs> buy. They don't want to say, I, I want this, I want this, I want that. This, I want this, and I want the guy's face changes. <laughs> no! You present, oh, yeah, you know, that. It's okay, you get it. <laughs> you know, where you are, where you are, where you are, not yet married, and you are, you know, so, so like, I think I like a red chair. Oh, I like red. Oh, how can we think the same? Oh, so good, eh? 
So please take your significant other to Oka. Enter, enter the place and just scatter the place. Sorry, today I, from what Koku is saying, I have a theory. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something we all know. Yesterday I saw an Uber driver who said he was broke, and I said, Master, why? He said, Boss. You get all the symptoms of malaria. And from the way Gogu is speaking, uh, when you enter Oka yes. with a card, money cures everything. Therapeutic. Oh, yeah, Money answers all things. I'll accompany you. Uh. You I'll carry the things for you. Oh, no, you pay. Mm. And then as we talk, as we, as we're talking about money, Joe Berg is also calling Johannesburg. Built by dreams and ambition, this city will invite you to experience its rich history. We're talking about Mapiano, we're talking about Chisanyama. The city was made to wake up, shop, dance, and do it all over again. You can revel in the high life in Joburg for five nights for as little as eight. 1,200 cities, including flights, transfers, and meals. Terms and conditions apply, though. Make Joburg your personal playground and feel the energy of the dream chasers. Log on to SouthAfrica.net. South Africa, come journey with us. That sounds good, actually. Sounds really, really good. That put it on your bucket list next year. Hopefully, COVID is gone. Boys in secondary school. You know what I'm saying? You know, move to new house already. <laughs> Charlie. Then, hope you say, Charlie. Cooks, I have something for you. Oh, I got some two tickets. S's. Charlie, you come back on the show, I'm not more. No. You come and deliver. Refresh. We can't tell. <laughs> so, second shot fired. Copy, please take notes in your right, write it in your diary. Next year, you're going on vacation. <laughs> Not this year, next year, 2022. Okay. SA. God willing. It will be. come to pass. Wow. <laughs> Something else you can do mm. if you have a first degree in science and information technology, mm-hmm. you can go on to IPMC All right. to get a BSc in computer science. That's affiliated to the University of Greenwich, UK. Mm-hmm. This undergrad program in information technology opens the world to you. Mm. You can study for a few years in Ghana and then go abroad to the UK, US, or Canada with a wide choice of career options available globally. Call IPMC on 0555-552-222 and find out more about the BSc in Computer Science program.
A.G. Eward Mills, popularly known as Agbado. Agbado He was a leading lawyer, and when it comes to criminal mm. practice, you know, many... So can we say Agbado in Christ, named after him? The, the, he is the father of another Agbado called N.N. Eward Mills, if you've heard that name. N.N. Eward Mills, with a popular nickname Azozoi, was also a householder. Us owner. They are still there. Most of them went into the legal field. So and they are private legal practice. Cousins. Private oh, yeah. Legal they, they, they are nephews. They are grandchildren. They are all there. They, and the Iwad Millses are still there. A.K. Okai, also known as Atokwa Okai or Sakuraja. <laughs> Where do you get their <laughs> nicknames from? <laughs> are these nicknames in court? Yeah, really. Some of them. You know, became so popular that they were. I, I was trying to say I was a footballer. There's this popular Rebecca Nadede Ayite, also known as Dede Ashikinshan. She was a businesswoman, political activist, a feminist. So if you saw a coin in those days, 50 pesos, with a lady, she, uh, then Akua Shosho Osho. <laughs> if you remember the president, Dory is uh, independent. These speeches. These are some of the Akua Shoshosho. Koshilamte of they call it These are things I may have to expand, you know, to know exactly a machinong thing. Yes. This is City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Every Again, oh, this time it is Malcolm Easter sale promo. Surprise your family, friends, and loved ones during this season of Malcolm Easter sale promo. Enjoy up to 50% discount on thousands of items at any Malcolm shop nationwide. Promo starts from the 22nd of March 2021 to the 11th of April 2021. But remember, terms and conditions apply. Malcolm, where Ghana shops. There is no love like a mother's love. No one can protect them like you do. And now more than ever, it is important to protect our kids from anything that can make them sick. That is why Nido is fortified with iron and vitamin C and D to help support the immune system. So choose good nutrition. Choose Nido. Nido, your love, their future. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hey, Papa, no. Where's your friend at? I was at the bar with Atu the other day. He had bet on the game and tensions were high. Then Atu said, Charlie, we go lose all. But I told him, Charlie, them day, then I'll go. I had won 15,000 Ghana cities. Then Atu said, wait, we bet for the same amount. 
How come I only got 9,000 Ghana cities? Then I asked him, yo, you didn't bet with Bad Planet. Wait, 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 wait. He didn't bet with Bad Planet? He didn't bet with Bad Planet, oh. So I went to take all my money. Then I told asked me, all your money. My betting people said I should wait a few days, oh. For the best odds, biggest wins, and fastest payouts, visit www.betplanet.com.gh. So what are you doing now? I still did a line inside, oh. This advert has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly, not for persons below the age of 18. Yes, I can do, because I drink it, Dado. Nutritious Dado. Miami Dado. For strong kids who love to win. Dado is the milk they love to drink. Love to drink. Mommy has just the thing. Dado is the milk she gives back. Available in the shop near you in plain powder flavored powders and UHT. Enjoy your Dano milk and be strong. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Get DJ with it. Get DJ with it. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. CB, Gmo, Bayou, SSD, Young Co. Star 924 hash. Punk code the go. Smartphone no. Young phone no. Ever fat fire money transfer. The clear water bill. The clear light bill. Pass of credits. Star 924 hash. You deserve it. Let's go. Get DJ with it. Get DJ with it. CBG is empowering you to get DJ with CBG Mobile. Simply dial star 924 hash and get DJ with it. CBG, we stand with you. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Before we get into the uh, Heritage Honest series, if you haven't had breakfast yet, you may want to try Indomie. Quick and easy to prepare, just add some vegetables and eggs, make it spicy your favorite way. If you're hungry and you need something delicious to eat, start your day right. Start with Indomie. Tastes great. Heritage Honest series brought to us by Key Soap. Nothing beats a smile to our faces like remembering, or nothing brings rather, a smile to our face like remembering the good old days. But what's even better is when the smile lasts for generations. For years, Keysop has taken care of the nation's laundry needs and rewarded Ghanaians every step of the way. We've innovated and stayed ahead of the game with our key brilliance, but stay true to who we are with our longest-lasting traditional bar. Key, a tradition of smiles, a future that's bright. Keysop still a Mansam Boafo, proud to be associated with our honest series. This morning, we're speaking to Nat Nuno Matifu, an architect and a former mayor of Accra, on the evolution of the architectural landscape of Accra. Apiokoseram Ashong Abe did the interview. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Hello and welcome to the Heritage On Air series right here on 97.3 City FM and City TV. My name is Apioko. And as we've been doing this week, we've been discussing the heritage of the Ghan people of Ghana, and specifically of Accra. And in case you didn't know yet, the theme for this year and for this week is Ablekuma Abakumawo, which means that the strangers to come and live amongst us. Also indicating how the Ghan people historically and according to heritage have always been a people of a cosmopolitan nature. And we're discussing whether this ideology of Ablikuma Abakumawo has benefited us more as Ghans or less. Are there benefits? Have there been negatives? And today we talk about architecture. And I have the best man for the job. 
Uncle Nat Nuno Amati, if you're a former mayor of Accra, architect extraordinaire, and a man who I, I cherish so much because of the wealth of knowledge that he has about not just the Ghana people, but about Ghana in general. Uncle Nat, you're welcome. Thank you, Apioko, for that fulsome introduction. Now, the difficulty of fitting architecture into that formula is, is pretty hard to identify an architecture as GAM-based architecture. Uh, it has not yet developed to the extent that the gas are left a definite imprint upon architecture in the city. Why, why is that so? Because I would imagine that, I mean, the gas I've not known, unless, and I stand to be corrected, I've not known the gas to be nomadic people, for example. So I'd have expected that archaeologically there would have been some footprints left along the way. That's a very good point. Yes, indeed. Uh, archaeologically there have been development in architecture here but within the context in which you are talking it's as if we're looking at French architecture with particular stylistic flourishes Italian architecture German architecture which are ancient pieces of art that in the course of time has developed a footprint so, from that point of view, no, Accra hasn't yet developed a grand architecture. What we do have here, to begin with, is uh, a social and emotional context. And this is what I mean. Uh, the girls have a particular way of forming their families. They have a particular way of enjoying space. They have a particular way of entertaining themselves. And this is reflected in the architecture. It is difficult to say that it has shaped the architecture because, let's face it, along the west coast, along this country, you find that people have similar cultural habits. So, we all share these points, of, these views. But, in Accra, uh, I cannot look at the buildings here and exercise them out of the general pattern of buildings in the country, except if you're looking at the far north and the far south where the climatic differences are so vast that the architecture responds to it. I mean, of course, in the north, even in terms of shape, we have rounder Rounded and buildings. Yes. In the south, more rectangular, square, straighter lines. The south has had more interaction with other nomadic people, migrants, migrants moving from east to west, and leaving their cultural droppings. Yeah. Okay. And that's why we have that. Okay. So, Uncle as we speak now, we're in the heart of Accra, in Jamestown, which, of course, is very much, 
Galan, you hear Jamestown, you think Gamashi. And we're specifically at the Deo Gratis studio, which, of course, for those of you who don't know, is the oldest photo studio in Accra, in Ghana. It was established in 1922. Now, around us, we have Ghana people. When we come here in the evening, I have observed, especially when you go into the communities, people are typically out of their houses. Some of them are even sleeping on the streets, even though there are buildings behind them. How did we get to that point? That's a very good point. Uh, first of all, it's a very densely populated real estate. It's a land that belongs to families that have increased upon each other. So that's one point. But the more important point is that the girls are extremely conscious of territory. This is where my umbilical cord was implanted and that ties me to the land. So families have a tendency to repeat saying, staying in particular areas, okay? In this area also, this was the epicenter the, where the slave trade exited its poor slaves to the ships to go out. So a lot of the buildings here, once upon a time, harbored slaves on their way out to the Americas. That's within the Jamestown enclave. Town Gamashi enclave. How about these emporia? And it's left its mark. You would notice as you go along that each block is honeycombed with tiny passages which open onto the streets. Yeah. Now, previously, these were designed in such a way that slave traders or people kidnapping slaves cannot enter into the community and find their way through and emerge. Oh, they will be so confused. So it's built like a maze, literally. Like a maze. And if you were to go there now, you'll be quite surprised that you'll follow what appears to be a corridor, a passageway. And then you hit a dead end. Let's see, not even a dead end, but you end up in somebody's bedroom. If not a bedroom, you end up in somebody's living room. And they don't seem surprised to see you because the way out is just there. It is that point, that kind of very intense communal living. The girl also has an age-old social formation where the men were fishermen and to a large extent still are, and the women dressed the fish, sold the fish, and kept the family going. So many of these households 
are essentially organized businesses where the men and their sons bring the fish, hand it over to mom and their daughters, and they clean the fish up. And then they sell it on the streets. So as you go down, everybody knows whose cake is very good, whose kidnam is very good. So, so in the community, people would identify these houses or these buildings according to how good your food well, is. Partly, partly, okay. When I was mayor, we were under tremendous pressure to reduce the intensity of density here. The city authorities, health department, what have you, were most unhappy about the density of people. We tried our best, but we found out we couldn't get very far. Simply because the whole society is grafted into a way of living. So you couldn't, uh, you know, effect these changes with sanitation and what one would consider to be better living conditions in mind without affecting or even offending the cultural setup. Absolutely, you cannot. Uh, it doesn't mean that they cannot live better. I'm sure with time, the city will get a get better handle on the cleanliness of the area. But as for the density of the population, it's very much, very much a part of the culture. So, Uncle Nat, I want us to talk a little bit about the Osu Enclave. Now, if you were able to look over the buildings, and particularly in the Osu Ari area, a lot of the time we see that maybe there's a, there's, you can clearly see there's a building that was the original building, and then other buildings have been built on the same land over time. So some have metal roofing sheets, some have clay roofing sheets. What accounts for, or for some of that? But, but many of these compounds are family compounds. Uh, and to a large extent, if you want to build a house, you go to the family head who allocates a piece of land to you and then you go through the usual uh, paperwork and you start construction. Of course, it means that ownership is extremely fluid. The times in which buildings that were put up is also very fluid. But that also is the style over there. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Um, so now let's let's come back and we spoke a lot about the the reason why we see a lot of the things we see in Gang communities today because of the heritage that has been left behind for us. But let's talk about uh, iconic places, for example, like and if you look at this photo behind us in black and white, there's the lighthouse. Yes. Right, so Accra Lighthouse, we call it, right? And then there's a color version here. And like I said, we're at the Dear Gratia studio. So thank you to them for giving us these photos. These were not built by... No, they were built by the British. Uh, the colonization of Accra happened in three phases. First, the 
the Swedes. No, first the Dutch built Usher Fort. At that time it was called Fort Krefker. Fort Krefker. Krefker is break, care is hard. Okay. Broken heart fought. Some so, well, you know, sailors are always mourning the women that they left behind or the women that they married. And so it was named by some captain of his lost love. In 1659, after him, after that, Christian Borg Castle was built in, I think, 1671. What Castle. Castle, which is now the principal seat of government. And then after that, James Fort in 1674. Whatever. So those are the three. Now they had. And they were all built by the Dutch. No, the first one by the Dutch, the second one by the. Danes, Christian, actually by the Swedes, but then it was seized by the Danes who expanded on it. And the last one by the English who settled there. They changed significantly the mode of architecture in the city because they brought the use of stone into building. Not only did they bring the use of stone into building, but they also brought here migrants. For example, the British brought in a lot of Nigerians who were called Alaka. And these Nigerians came from a small village near the Nigerian border called Alada, which is supposed to have been a slave market. So, so these migrants that they brought, were they brought in, they were brought in as slaves? They were brought in as slaves or indentured servants. They came here specifically to work on these forts. They completed the forts and decided to stay. Maybe part of the work payment is freedom, who knows. But they stayed behind. Same thing in Osu. The Danes brought in Alata. So we have Osu Alata. And wherever these workers settled was named after them. Okay? And those are the two principal. But here in Accra, we also have uh, Osu Ashanti. The Ashantis and the Gans engaged in several wars and when slaves were captured some were brought here and settled here in the town then and the town was named after them Accra has the same thing Accra was also subject to invasions the Akwamu invaded Accra in 1695 and conquered the city and they got land at Otu Blohum. Otu Blohum. Blohum is open space. 
Otu was the viceroy. He was the son of the king of Akwamu, who settled him here to be his governor. So at one time, Accra had, well, when I say Accra, Otu Blohun specifically had a traditional African governor. There was no British governor then because they had not yet signed. So, so this was around which year? Oh, 1695. Okay. So Accra has this very convoluted history and it throws up a particular kind of spatial arrangement and architecture. Which explains why we don't have a particular Ghan style of architecture. Explains it because so much was happening around that time. And the Ghans, like he started off, that the Ghan has this famous saying that Abakumawa, may strangers be added to our ranks to help us to grow. And this saying happened after the Akwamu invasion. After the Akwamu invasion, when the Ghan kingdom at Ayawasu was obliterated and the Ghans were thrown into exile and found out that they would not be able to replenish their population except through inviting strangers in. So that's, so that's, the, so that's the history of that's the history of that particular phrase. But you see, the Gans learned very quickly that it gave them a decided advantage. They became middlemen. They became traders. Middlemen, because the shore where the Gans lived was where the Europeans came in with their goods. The Ghana kings were quite willing to deal with these Europeans, but was extremely reluctant to allow them into the hinterland. And because the hinterland was dangerous, there were wild animals, there were all kinds of reasons why Europeans wouldn't survive there, they were happy to live on the coast. And the Ghans made a fortune just being middlemen between the interior kingdoms and the Europeans on the coast. Sankanala, let's talk about um, the, the era that we now know as the colonial period yes. from let's see, so 19, 1902 to 57. And actually, 1874, when the colony was declared. To 1957. Uh, before then, the architecture, we did not have significant domestic architecture. If you look at a country like India, which has an ancient civilization before the Europeans arrived, the conquering Europeans and the domestic dynasties created a significant form of architecture which is seen all over the world. Here in Accra, 
we did not have that kind of conflux, confluence of dynasties. The, the Europeans who were here were essentially traders. They did not want to spend any more than they needed to. They're businessmen and also they, you know, money must be spent wisely. The man as sparingly as you can. They did not develop very much infrastructure. They did not delve into the culture. They did what they had to do to go from day to day, from month to month, from year to year. They started taking interests in local culture after the colony had been declared in 1874. Was it now because now they had a stake? Now they had a stake. And it was official now? Yes. yes. Besides which, they were bringing in young Europeans to work for the government. They were. And you had to keep them alive which meant you had to create hospitals, which meant you had to ensure their security. Now all this means that a new architecture began to develop because you needed to house these people, to give them offices from, from where to work. Were they also trying to replicate what they were used to, where they were coming from? To very much extent. If you look at the housing in uh, ridge. Previously, the Europeans lived around here. They lived in houses intermixed with what you see outside. It was not particularly easy for them. And the death rate among the Europeans was terrible. Was it because they weren't used to this communal kind of living? Well, they were not used to it, but also a lot of the diseases were tropical. I mean, it was not like Europe was clean. Europe was filthy. <laughs> it was filthy. So these people were not suddenly being transported into a filthy environment. It's just that they were running into diseases for which they had no known cure. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Hello, Ghana. We understand the importance of dreaming for a better tomorrow, a future in which you and your family live in the comfort you have so desired. That dream does not always come easy, and so is life in general. Finding the right home that fits your budget is not easy. The stress associated with raising funding to support the process could be a problem. Help is here. That is why we at First National Bank have declared 2021 the year of home ownership. This year, we reaffirm our commitment in helping Ghanaians both home and abroad buy, build, or complete their existing residential properties. Tap into our years of experience in the mortgage sector and let's help you acquire that dream home in 2021. Move from being a tenant to a homeowner in 2021. Call us on 0800 770 522 
or via email ghanahomeloans at firstnationalbank.com.gh and let's start talking. First National Bank, how can we help you? Misika and Sukatia Roba. And also, I also asked nine. Now, so empowerment, Timotati, Timotani, Mitati, and Mitami Sotti. I do cream is Robert Jadia. I'm not easy cry. Tracy, you will be the I do cream is and I'm a cocoa. I die, 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 he was standing there with only a few seconds left. Then the bomb would go. Kaboom! He didn't know which wire to cut. His hands were all sweating and shaking. The knife was even slipping from his hand. The time was going. Three, two, one. Get the best companion for your HD TV with HD Plus. Visit the nearest dealer for your HD Plus decoder and subscribe via Star879 hash to enjoy the feely feely experience now. Hey, I say, mix the cement in correct proportional. Ah. Hey, contractor. Hey, what can you? What's your soul? Yeah, Sorry, I say. What do you attend the year of return, Ankasa? Hey, yeah. contractor, a dying wish in you. Hey, what would you feel it too much? Who project here? My friend gas them from top to down. If you are a gas them, hey, yes, solid part. Hey, you see gas them, man. If I soup in our dough, on your quality, no question. Hey, you see gas them, cement, and your food, your woman, one package, and on no wahala. If you grow over 5,000 in your share, no more schools, no more clinics, on your donation. Never compromise on quality. Choose the value. Gasm offers you always. In these uncertain times, stay safe and follow all the COVID-19 safety protocols. Gasm, the nation builder. Do you have a property for sale? Your property may need professional management. Do you have accommodation to rent out or simply looking for a place to rent? Renters Paradise, your professional landlords, offers you the best property management consultancy and services. Call us on 0551-955-366. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Renters Paradise GH. Renters Paradise, your peace of mind assured. One X Bet, huge wins from high odds and all the way with the fastest payout. Take more of our winning advantages from your deserving bets on all sports. Visit our website, onexbet.com.g. Use promo code 1XRADIO and get up to 200% bonus on your first deposit. 1XBET. Bet for everything. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Into diseases for which they had no known cure, and that was way before scientific approach to health was developed. That didn't come in until the end of the 19th century. So we're still doing very much the herbal 
very much what the Greeks prescribe for health, whatever. Yeah? And they killed them. Until Florence Nightingale and her coming into European health theater. It wasn't here alone, but it was a period in which people like her began to realize that health is more than just giving somebody medicine. It's also the environment in which the person lived. One thing led to another. And then they realized that putting all these Europeans in a place like here, people living on top of one another, was not good for their health. At which point, a decision was made to separate them. It was a decision with very far-ranging conclusions. In the way, it led to Hitler killing all those Jews. Separate. In the United States, it led to separate but equal. Because they thought they now had scientific rationale for keeping the races separate. It took time, but that was part of the thinking. This went on. So in essence, it's this health discovery, this, this turning point in health, which led to, I mean, even global segregation at different points in time. Oh yes, it certainly contributed to it. Because the white men knew that segregation and its accompanying inequities were wrong. But they needed justification. And this gave them that. And this gave them justification. All right? That was uh, Natuno Amati, if you're speaking to Afioko, Seiram Abbe, Mashong. And that's all we have time for for today's edition of the show. Coming up next is City News at 10 with Hawa Idrisu. Good morning, Hawa. Good morning, Bernard. Coming up, Speaker of Parliament constitutes nine-member committee to probe petitions submitted by Dr. Kapna Dufour and Kofi Amwabin on the closure of UT Bank and Unibank. And President Tekufuado charges Finance Minister Ken Oforiata to ensure that the success of the company is felt by citizens. The details now. Speaker of Parliament Alban Gbagbin has constituted a nine-member committee to probe petitions submitted to the House by Dr. Kobna Dufour and Prince Kofi Amwabin on the collapse of UT Bank and Unibank. The team comprises First Deputy Speaker Joseph Osei-Wusu as Chairman, MP for Ifutu Alexander Apenyo Markin, MP for Esikado Ketan Jogati and MP for Okaikwe Central. Patrick Yaobwama. The others include Samuel Atachia, James Kluche Abeji, Kesto Latoforsen, Isaac Adongo, and Elizabeth Ofosu Ejari. It is my ruling that admitting and laying of the petitions do not contravene the rule on self-unity. That a committee of parliament which I had ruled earlier to be a committee of seven, 
being a committee of nine, chaired by the Honorable First Deputy Speaker. The committee is directed to consider the petitions and duly report the House at the commencement of the second meeting. I have received further petitions and have admitted them and referred them to the table of it with programs for the consideration of the House. Honorable members, I've taken my time to do this for good reason. This will guide the committee and also our deliberations of the new standing order. And I want this in the official report of the House. You heard the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Gbagbein. Now, President Tekufuado has told Finance Minister Ken Oforiata to work towards letting the growth of the economy and the macroeconomic stability reflect in the pockets and lives of the citizenry. Nani Kufuado says though government has performed better in the management of the economy, it's about time people see the impact in their livelihood. The President was speaking at the swearing-in of Ken Oforiata. So talk of good macroeconomic management, fiscal responsibility, and GDP growth has to reflect that goal if the talk is to be meaningful. So as you assume your position in government, I urge you to provide leadership that will ensure that the work on which we are embarked benefits the progress of our nation and helps raise the income levels of our people. That was President Tekufuado, the Finance Minister Ken Oforiata, on his part, promised to give out his best. So, President, I assure you that I'll continue to serve with integrity and to protect the public best. We will implement your vision to modernize, transform the economy, and build a strong Ghanaian enterprises and businesses. Ken Oforiata is Finance Minister, Director General of the Social Security and National Insurance Trust SNED, Dr. John Ofori Tinkran has disclosed that its partner banks have fully remitted to the trust outstanding monies due them. The Auditor General in its 2017-2018 report noted that nine banks